Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. Boys are live in New Mexico opinion on coffee. Let's go. At the, I, so I believe in the industry they call it the 528 location van. Yes. But what it is, it's the um, we're at the Rio Rancho one, the across uh, from Intel one, the uh, right right next to the third best village in the okay, the uh-huh. one by me shut down. We're next to the second best village in. <laughs> due to what is left, that is that is why we're there. By but default. We're live here uh, until 6 o'clock tonight. And then at 6 o'clock tonight, uh, we got some fun segments lined up. I guess we're until 6.30. Correct. Yeah, and then we got some fun segments lined up. I sat down with Ryan LaVarnway before the program, talked to he about his appointment to the yeah, World Baseball Classic. Sat down with him without me. I can't make you that show hurts. up to work. Okay, well, we were triple booked, not the, just double booked. booked. So that why well, Van, yeah, you fix your microphone while I tell everyone about this. So Ryan Lavarnway and I sat down and we talked about him being assigned to the World Baseball Classic team for Team Israel. And we talked That's about, so cool. It was. We talked about a lot of cool things, including different styles of play from around the world and how guys come together and and everything that's kind of associated with that. So, anyways, you can catch that at six thirty. It's above here at Locker Five Hundred Five up until or excuse me. Mexico Pinion will have some guests today. Tom Ruiz and Kim Kirshen will join us. Tom Ruiz, as you know, part of Albuquerque Fire. We talk about Socktober. Yeah, That's going to be a really good excited. little campaign. Also, your boys are live from the Balloon Fiesta. We just got the official today. We're Friday the seventh, Van. Boom! So stoked. We're, we're the last day at the Fiesta. Come hang out with us. We'll be there for that. That will be very good. We're used to shutting down bars. Yeah. But this time we're going to shut down the balloon fiesta. We'll have a special guest from Mexico Opinion on Coffee who will join us today. Also, Jason Thomas, voice of the Ice Wolves, will join us as they're making their home opener this weekend. And we'll talk to he about what's going over at the Outpost Arenas and what's going on with the team. So we're excited to talk a little hockey. Hockey, baby. A little hockey. Albuquerque loves hockey more than I originally anticipated. There's a lot of hockey love. In Albuquerque. It really is. The I, net, friend of the show, Ned James, had reached out yesterday because I was talking about a P.K. Subban van. Yeah, correct. Or whenever I drink, I say K.P. because I'll reverse your initials. Mm. And the old P- Missy Elliott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Throw your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. But a lot of hockey talk is free agency is in the world, so we will also talk to he about that. Mike Evans will not play against the Green Bay Packers. It's official. His appeal was uh, not just shot down, but it was basically ignored by the NFL until the very last moment where they could say, oh, you ever see that scene in Tombstone whenever it's Billy Bob Thornton and Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer plays Doc Holliday. Thank you. You're welcome. And Billy Bob Thornton comes out, and he's just like really a shook from Billy. And he says, Oh, I forgot you were here. You may go now. Mm-hmm. That's what they did to Mike Evans, the NFL did. They gave, uh, they gave him the old Val Kilmer as Mike Evans was told, no, you you actually can't try to fight someone on the field. You actually can spend a game suspended, and your Green Bay Packers will lose by only 14 instead of 21. 
I like a Packer upset this weekend, baby. No, you don't. No Chris Godwin, no Mike Evans. Julio Jones is a shell of himself. Mm-hmm. It's just Tom Brady and Cole Beasley. They have the inoculated Cole Beasley, who is, a, I assume, still an athlete. Maybe the walking corpse of an athlete. He used to be pretty good. We'll see if he still is. Tom Brady's revived a lot of careers. No, he's not. That's not Tom Brady's thing. Tom Brady has made a lot of punters, okay. punt returners into wide receivers. Randy That's... Moss. Randy you, hold Moss. Up. <laughs> Randy Moss was a nobody. You think Randy Moss was in, in the, the dog do- days? He was in the doldrums of the NFL, mm. going team to team, begging for a job. And then Tom Brady gives that loser Randy Moss relevance. That's everything you're saying is the stupidest thing you've ever said to me, and you've said a lot of things to me. So this is very impressive. Here's why you're wrong. Tom Brady don't doesn't revitalize guys. He elevates guys that that are nothing. I mean, I can give you a lot of examples. Cole Beasley, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. Danny Amendola. Mm-hmm. These are guys who are terrible and can only return kicks that end up being pretty good as wide receivers. Now, guys like Cole Beasley, which, by the way, sound and look and play exactly like Wes Welker, yeah, was, Danny Amendola, was Cole, Julian Edelman. Was Cole Beasley a Division II quarterback? Because <laughs> if he was, he's about to have 120 catches. About to be that, too. So for the reasons you think, no, Cole Beasley will remain garbage. For the reasons that are true, he's going to do really well because he's – the exact prototype carbon copy. Hey, Van, you can look at my homework, but please don't copy it. As I just turned in previously to the teacher, an Edelman, a Welker, and a name Mandola. Mm-hmm. And you're like, cool, don't worry about it. Mine will be completely different. And you submit a Beasley. I'm really, he's probably really excited to have like a full blown white guy instead of like a half white guy on his team now. What? Because he turns these guys into heroes, these punt returners and these D2 quarterbacks. Look, what did Wes Welker do in Denver? Nothing. What did Edelman do when he left New England? Nothing. Every single little tiny white guy that he's played with has just turned into an all-pro and then nothing when they're not with Tom Brady. So I expect Cole Beasley, I don't know, to be this year's Cooper Cup. What was the cat's name from last year? <laughs> Scotty Miller? Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller That's was the I'm dude. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. You just, my reference. There's always a dude. Yes. Like there. Tom Brady's always like, listen, I need one. Yeah. I need one guy. <laughs> he can't listen. I had Gronk was fine, but Gronk was a freaky boy. I need like a, I need like a, like a white collar guy. I yeah. need like a. Tom Brady is like title nine, but for skinny white guys. It's, yeah. Like we hit, yeah. save a spot. Yeah. I'm, we got to have one <laughs> on the receiving core. Studio 519, Comcast. Not, there will be fines. Comcast Channel 26 if you're catching us in your home. Only day of the week. We're on Comcast this week as we... Uh, I got to send an apology yeah. to the friends of the show last couple weeks. If you've been looking for us on uh, Studio519.com, yeah. you're going to have some trouble. Okay. Because this whole time I should have been saying Studio519ABQ.com. Yes. I, and well, you know what's interesting? I if didn't even use, hear it. If you use that... 
website. You can definitely watch there the program online. Also, maybe we'll set up a little redirect. So uh, during the commercial break, I will buy WatchYourBoys.com, <laughs> and we'll just, just redirect. Just, we'll just, yeah, just, we'll just watch your boys. Just straight there. It's so easy. Just go straight there. A lot of NFL talk today as we're going to kind of run through all the hotbed topics. We didn't really get a chance to break down games extensively this past weekend uh, because we've been tied on time, which, mm-hmm. is, you know, which is unfortunate. We did lose 30 minutes yesterday to recapping the 2001 banger primetime series from the CW Reba. And, yes, we saw your feedback, friends of the show. Uh, we won't do it again. Okay. But those, there were a very few passionate uh, Reba fans. There was more than a few. Yes. I didn't realize they, the, the cultural staple that the WBs and then the UPN and then CW's Reba was. It pushed the meter way harder than I apparently thought it did. So, friends of the show who've been waiting 23 years for some Reba talk, <laughs> you're welcome. The That, like, very niche podcast where you go back and break down, <laughs> like, the inter- intricacies of, like, inner storytelling between, like, side characters, main characters, and... Obviously, the dichotomy of, of like a young adult herself who's a teen mother raising a teen mother raising like a baby. Like there's there's something about it's just really relatable to Are everyone. You describing that's describing the Gilmore Girls. It's, it's, Is that what you're doing well, right now? All I'm trying to say it's every show that came out at that time. Okay. It's not unique yeah, you're, or special. You're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Big Gilmore good. Girls camp over here, guys. A lot of Robert. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Give us all of your way-too-late Gilmore Girls hot takes today. 505-246-0610. Give me any other hot take. Robert Sarver <laughs> talk after we get back from the break as he has made a decision that's going to impact the landscape of the NBA. We'll go through that at length. Major League Baseball talk. Obviously, Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols are kind of at the top of all those conversations. And um, I don't want to spoil it. I'll give it to you whenever we get back. Deal. I'll give it to you whenever we get back. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Company on Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits on the weekend. That's for New Mexico's Vodka. Tell our vodka. Don't forget to join us every Monday, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard at Howie's Sports Page, where we don't just bring you the program. We then hang out with you all night long. Giveaway halftime prizes and free hot dogs and chips and often nacho Casey cheesy boy and enjoy fellowship. Hey, and this coming Monday for club level, okay, isotopes tickets. Oh, so we're going okay, so we're we're spicing the pot here. Yes. Okay. Hey, watch this. Can we get a pinion giveaway? The answer is yes. We're giving away coffee too. Bunch of bags of coffee. (laughs) Something with that. That'll be weird. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, back live from New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're at the 528 location. That means it's on 528. Yes. It's not the 528th location. No. Which is different than the 519 studio, which is Comcast Channel 26, which is Uh, where you watch us. Correct. Yeah. Or studio519abq.com. Which is the website, and I didn't, I, during the break, I started to buy watchyourboys.com. Okay. It's not bought yet. It will be soon, but Michael is terrible at, at budgeting out my commercial break time when I have a, a t- task to do. He just, just starts it up super quick right in your middle of your thing? That's correct. Yeah. Michael, did you say we had a friend of the show? No, I just said at the intersection of. Oh, yeah. Uh, very there nice. We go. It's a, in a business, they call it. 
a callback. It's a, it's yeah. a callback. That's it. We're at the point now because we've been doing this afternoon show for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And hey, and I know I don't say it enough. Yeah. Thank you to the friends of the show. Correct. The day oneers who have been you. here since day one. Not just a clever name. Those that came along the ride because this this a train. It's been a rolling, and you can hop on board anytime. Right now is a good time. Now is a good time. Anytime is a good time. Yeah. Now's the best time. But you might not, if you're a brand new friend of the show, get the reference to the intersection of where I have zero understanding of geography. Correct. And present things wildly inaccurately, but I appreciate the laugh that is had at my expense. (sighs) The best time to become a friend of the show (coughs) was Was one year ago. Was a year and a month ago. That's correct. The second best time (laughs) is today. Yes, that's, Mm -hmm. I agree. Yep. 505-246-0610. Let us know by the text or when you became a friend of the show. And what I'm going to do is try to approximately guess what we were covering in the news that day that uh, that hooked you. And more than likely, it's going to be me talking about WWE. That's kind of every day here. Football. Oh, yeah. Michael, it's not football. Yeah, we're talking football. All right. Talking NFL? Nope. Talking NBA. Robert Sarver announced today that he started the process to sell the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury. How do you feel about that, man? Uh, I'm very happy about it. I think it's good for the National Basketball Association. And if PayPal and other large companies didn't step up, I doubt it would have happened. So that's exactly what happened. It is uh, PayPal said publicly, hey, we're in because we already wrote the check, but we won't be in moving forward. And we don't just mean with the Suns. We mean with the NBA. So they were having a conversation about, like, not allowing, like, PayPal to be used at checkout and stuff for NBA games. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You're not talking about a little bit. You're talking about a lot. A whole shebang. And Rob Manfred said, I can't make Adam Silver. I'm in, Adam the, different, Silver. I'm in the wrong one. Yeah. Adam Ferratu. Thank you. Adam Silver. Adam, Adam Silver said, well, I can't make anyone do anything. Coincidentally, now up for sale is the Suns and the Mercury, as Robert Sarver has uh, called his own number. How much you holding? You want to buy a basketball team, Fred? Uh, what do you got on you? I can go in some. 37 bucks? The Okay, I <laughs> I have that. I got that okay. part covered. I uh, can, that's what I got on me. I could cover upwards of 528, which is the New Mexico Pinion location that we're at today. Come hang out with your boys. The Obviously, Kevin Johnson's going to be in on it, but I don't know who else would be in on it. Byron Scott. Why? Why? Because his name is floated on everything. Also, if you own a basketball team in the NBA and you trade for Chris Paul, you better not be an old sexist racist because it's over for you. Chris Paul is 2-0 and against NBA owners. Oh, first, okay, that didn't even cross my mind. First, Donald yeah. Sterling. Yep. And now Robert Sarver. Like, if you're, like, a pissy old racist... Uh, homophobic, uh, whatever you are. Chris Paul's not about your life. And Chris Paul's your point guard. Watch out because the world's coming for you. What's it going to go for? Uh, I'll just, you want me to just guess a number? Three and a half billion. I think you're like spot on. Yeah. I think you're about spot on. What were the Broncos? Five and a half? And the thing to me about Phoenix is Phoenix is the market. Phoenix has all of the discretionary income. 
Like, once you make your riches elsewhere, you go to Phoenix to live out your days. Right. Living out your days, watching NBA games. And by the way, like, we've all been, everyone listening to this program right now has been to downtown Phoenix. Phoenix, it's, when it's in double digits, is a wonderful place to be. Phoenix in February is the reason I'm addicted to patios. Phoenix in November to March is a magical place. <sighs> Luckily, they play basketball indoors, so there's air conditioning, there's misters everywhere. I know you're a big mister guy. I'm a big mister. Whether it's patio misters or, or a car wash. Yeah, or Cooper. Yeah. Hanging with them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The NBA, you believe, would put emphasis on finding a person of color. I think, I, I do believe so. Yeah. I think that's the next step. But they really need to vet them. You don't just sell it to Oprah? Okay, if it's Oprah, yes. You do. Our Oprah, like Oprah Winfrey's team, because it's not just Oprah. Oprah don't got $3.5 billion laying around. She's probably got a bill laying around, right? So the so if it's not a Oprah, it's... She's going to have to sell the book club, but the, then you parlay that into NBA ownership. Oh, Arena is a good name for an arena. Oh, Arena. Does Michael Jordan make that move? Didn't he already own Charlotte? No, well, he owns a majority share, but he doesn't. It's not like his thing. That's a good point. He's got over a bill. He don't. He doesn't have three and a half. But he's got over a bill. I got a pretty good idea who might be a buyer on the Phoenix Suns, man. Well, are you, that's how you feel. <laughs> Oh, my problem is I need to go to the casino and double my money. <laughs> you want to keep going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, a few more minutes in me if you want. Michael Jordan could come to the table and say, I got a bill. I know he's worth 1.5, 1.7, whatever. Michael Jordan and I'm going to put together a little group. Give me Charles, right? Maybe give me Shaquille. Give me a couple guys. Sure. They come with a bill. And then what they do is they go to the obvious ones, right? Haynes, Upper Deck, mm-hmm. Oakley, mm-hmm. Uh, Nike, obviously. Mm-hmm. That goes without question. Wait, you didn't specify Michael A. Jordan or Michael B. Jordan? Michael J. Jordan. We've okay. been through this a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but you can bring no. together a group, and that group can easily... Come with that amount of money, and then the NBA would do what? They would fix the draft, right? Yeah. So then you would get LeBron's kid, and then after you get LeBron's kid, you get LeBron. Yeah. And then you would be, like, super moving in the right direction versus where you're currently at, which is the wrong direction with Sarver. Yeah, and they'll let you do any trade. They'll let you manipulate the salary cap. They'll let Phoenix get their first championship, and then they'll start treating you like everyone else. And the NBA starts putting... Chris Paul into, like, different, like, cities around the country where they want to get rid of owners. Correct. Yeah, and they're like, watch out, Dolan. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Chris Paul, you ever managed a golf course? Welcome to (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. If you are a Suns fan, that's a very good one. If you are a Suns fan, are you like me that I was months ago when it was, hey, I'm having a real hard time morally with WWE because of Vince McMahon? Like, are you now feeling that same? Chris Paul, welcome to the WWE. Right. Adios, Vince. But I, I... Kind of yes, but kind of I'm on the serious note where it's like I felt a sense of relief 
and my fandom of a product because they made the right decision to move on from him. And, like, is I think it's the same thing here if you're an NBA fan or if you're a Phoenix Suns fan specifically because if you're like me and you can't separate the art from the artist, it would have been hard to continue, like, celebrating what is, like, every couple of days the flyest jersey in basketball. Yeah, I mean, their merch game is very strong. That's got to be a big appeal to potential buyers is you got one of the best current jerseys. you got one of the best all jerseys. Their branding is very good. And your retro jerseys are absolute fire. Well, the money there is there. Like, that's why it's going to go for $3.5 billion. Yeah. The, so people from around the country, you know Phoenix is just a transplant city. Yeah. Right? No one is no from, one. No one's from no Phoenix. No one. Not one single human being in America is from Phoenix. No, no one claims Phoenix. But everyone, like, they move there. They're, they're still a Cubs fan. They move there. They're still a Cowboys fan. They move there. They become Suns fans. Yeah. That's the only franchise in Phoenix that people move there and become fans of them. No one's a Diamondbacks fan. No. No one's a Cardinals fan. I agree. But millions of people are Suns fans. People are not ASU fans. Like we just saw they lost their coach the other day, and literally internally they're sabotaging him to lose him. Like Herm Edwards is like, you play to be sabotaged by the game. Like, that was his whole thing. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. Then they doing him dirty. Like, they just fired him, him so in the end dirty. zone and he's walking off the field. They did him so dirty. Give him a day. Let him talk to his team. Sarver's in this spot because he's a huge-ass bully. He lost his job because of bullying. Yeah, I mean, if he would have just shut his mouth, put up a public apology, took some kind of sensitivity training match the fine with a donation yep don't do, match the fine with a donation to x charity whatever it is he'd still have his basketball club so how do you feel about positive bullying because i'm telling you he wouldn't have to sell the team if the likes of lebron james and i'm just gonna use paypal again but if these organizations and businesses didn't say nah we're about to get real you on you well, I mean, they did the right thing. They called him out. I mean, they, they called out the NBA. They called out Robert Sarver. And if these big public figures, if these huge corporations would not have done that, he'd still have the availability to run free and do all of his well, crazy old racist sexist stuff. Well, and that's the thing, too. This dude is so racist that they were like, hey, you got to take some racial sensitivity training. He's like, nah, fam, I'll sell. <laughs> like, the dude loves being racist so much yeah. that he will sell, which, and by the way, I, I understand he doesn't have a paycheck. I understand how liquidation, guys, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is, yeah. like, he's going to sell his source of income, which, by the way, don't at me. I know how it works. That's why you can't tax the rich. Not part of this show. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is, he's like, I don't want to do the training. I don't want to s- admit any sort of, right. because once you get to that lever of, but billionaire, you've never been flawed. No one's told you no in decades. Ever, ever. Decades. Yeah. Probably since your mom when you were a child. No one's told you no. Maybe high school, maybe college. Not since then. No. So they're so used to being yes-manned their whole life, they have no idea their behavior is problematic. Once the trust came over. Because, like, outside of Mark Cuban, there's none of them. That didn't come from a trust. Right. He's the one. Mm-hmm. And right now you're going to at me with a weird owner that's a minority thing in a soccer. Don't care. Yeah. I'm talking about things that are relevant. These dudes don't get it. And that's why, like, Mark Cuban, I think, is so easy to connect with and understand. Because it's like when he was building HDNet 25 years ago, 
He didn't have the cheddar. Like, he figured it out, came up, did that thing. And what does he do? He only supports his dudes. He only supports his circle. Mark Cuban, as far as I know, has been on the right side of of, everything. Of everything. All of it. Since he's been an outspoken NBA owner. Do you need affordable medicine right now? You know who's helping you get it? Yeah. Mark Cuban. Correct. He cares more about people than he cares about, I'm not going to say himself, but I'm going to say the perception of he. Money. Yeah. A dude. Yep. When we get back, we can continue the program here at New Mexico Opinion on Coffee. We're going to laugh a lot. We're going to talk a lot. We're going to have positive experience with each other. And we've kind of been doing it all day long, and I don't know why I'm so, um, what's that thing whenever I feel like emotionally positive about something? Oh, man, don't just toss up softballs to me like that to knock out of the park. What, what is that called? You whenever? can just say conflicted. It, yeah. Yeah, okay. But a lot of positive feedback from the friends of the show today, and that is a very, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to read this text. That is, um, that's just unacceptable. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're in a different world here. Yeah. The, uh, I don't like being referred to as Beavis and Butthead, but I get it. Sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a smart, that's a smart play here. Uh, also, to be fair. There's a lot of to be fair text mm, to here. Be fair. Yeah. Also from this one, first time September of last time the next day. Okay, that one's just rude. Sweet. That's a <laughs> two minute on. Ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. We just don't do rejoin music anymore, Michael. We just say, oh there we go. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> Seems like a cool song, Michael. Hey, during the break, we so we'd reach out to all the friends of the show and we were like, Hey, you know, just maybe shoot us a note on when you became a friend of the show. Kind of a lot of people filing in on this, so yeah, a lot. Yeah, thank you to shout out to they and them and uh, whatever pronoun you identify by. Joining us, Tom Ruiz, the public information officer for the city of Albuquerque, as relates to fire and fire-related things. Also, <laughs> his best friend Dave Myers, who said, "Call me Chaplain, Chaplain Dave Myers." Yeah, capital C. Capital, so, okay. <laughs> yeah. with, with the friends, you shake it up. You go, Chappy. Um. Yeah, I like that. Let's do that. I like it. Chapper himself, Dave Myers, joining us. And we're talking Socktober, boys. What's going on in your world of helping others? So, Kim with Locker 505. This will be (laughs) (laughs) opposite. uh, This will be our third year of participating in in Socktober. So, first year we had 8,000 pairs of socks that we were able to. 8,000. What? That's impressive. 8,000 pairs of socks. The next year, which was last year, we. We're able to uh, gather 10,000. What? What? 10,000K. That's 10K, insane. 10K a number. pairs insane. of socks that we were able to uh, round up. So what we do is we have a box at each one of our fire stations. We put the word out, and people donate socks and underwear the to... Socks box. Socks box. Socktober. Yep. It's catchy. Uh, people come and uh, donate pairs of socks for the students in Bernalillo County. And it's an incredible program that, uh, who is now retired, Captain uh, Ramon Martinez, that was in the Arson Division. Ramon and Kim got together and started this, and it's fantastic, and we are going to continue it every year because it helps the community, it helps the kids of Bernalillo, the area of Bernalillo County, um, and it's growing every year, and that's what we want to see. So it's fantastic, and thank you for having us on uh, to talk about it. So much like we have new and gently used clothing item donations here at New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Totally. Strictly socks can go to any underwears. Socks Socks and underwear. So Kim at Locker 505, they will take anything, right? Clothes, books, uh, hygiene products. But Mm -hmm. this initiative itself, we're looking for socks 
specifically and, and underwear. Okay. So we're, we're definitely not going to turn you away. Please let them be new socks and new underwear. Tom, you're... However, yes. We have, we <laughs> have, clari- we have clarified light, that quite used. often on the program. Slightly <laughs> used. Slightly used. Side note. Yeah. Tom, you've done the program before. Obviously, you've been a friend of the show for some time now, dating back even to the weekend program. So Correct. Dating ourselves. Uh, but Dave, you're new to the program. I am so, brand new. Yeah. So you're contrib- shiny. I like that. Your contributions to the drive and, and what you do in your position, kind of talk about how you, you're hoping to not just get to 10,000 but surpass it. Well, honestly, um, this is something that we do every year, which is amazing. But um, what's cool about this is we do things like this throughout the year, different mm-hmm. events, different things for the community. And that's what it's all about. It's always ever been about the community, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm happy to, to play my part in it. Um, but, yeah, this is, this is their thing. You know what I mean? As far as, like, them getting the credit for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just happy to be a part of it and... Uh, yeah, we can to promote it, you know. Yeah, we have sort of two initiatives, right? And that's this October, but Dave's mostly uh, to here to talk about the Imagine ABQ project. Let's so, go. Yeah, yeah, so Imagine ABQ is what Dave has come up with. Uh, and Dave, I'll let you take it from here because you're the man. Yeah, so I don't even know if that. Yeah, good note. Talk to yeah. you. Yeah, run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, real quick, the only reason why I'm here is, uh, yeah, we're doing this. I'll, you know, I'll put it in a nice shiny bow for you guys. Uh, this Saturday. The 24th at 9 a.m., we're doing a chaplain-led event uh, in conjunction with numerous agencies and entities and different businesses and um, and the community, the power and majesty of the community. And we're, we're cleaning up the city. We're cleaning up the entire city. And so uh, our, our motto is to kind of uh, start where your feet are. Start in your neighborhood, your, your workplace, your school, your church, and work yourself out a couple blocks. And, and let's do this. Let's let's. Let's tend to some things that we're able to do, right? Like there's things that, you know, we need, we need to hold our elected officials to. But there's also things that us in the community, we have still the ability to do. And why not do it? You know what I mean? And so if there's a need, we're going to meet the need. And so the need on Saturday is we're going to pick up trash, litter, and weeds. And uh, we're going to make the city beautiful and take some pride in it and, and just love on our neighbors and, and take care of each other and that kind of a thing. Um, it's going to be wonderful. We've been working on this for a few months. Um, if you want to go to imagineabq.com, you can RSVP, uh, get on the list, and join the effort. And our list is growing exponentially every day. And like I said, the beauty of this is it's, it's city, AFR, and it's county. Uh, BCFD is involved. APD is involved. Bernalillo County uh, as a whole is involved. Different businesses um, are sponsoring um, monetarily different uh businesses are uh giving us supplies and things like that so people without the means um tomorrow actually they can go to station 5 7 20 and 21 and pick up said supplies to help in the effort on saturday is the big cleanup day and so um yeah we're the idea is just to empower and encourage and uplift an entire community to kind of interrupt the negative narratives that are kind of going on in the city and the community and, and kind of take some power back and be like, no, 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 we love this place. This is our city, too. Sure. And, yes, there's things that are a little bit out of our control, but there's also things that we can do to uh, make this place better in, in the community that, that we all live in, too, you know? So, so do, you, do you guys plan on working together in this effort and, and maybe just like a little bit of Denver Broncos shade you're going to throw? <laughs> and then maybe like, like, no, let me just talk to you about Cooper Rush. I think you can – like, what is the conversations as you guys are making? It's, it's lighthearted and it's fun, and, and I'm assuming it's sports-based. 
Absolutely. If we see a Dallas Cowboys fan, uh, Dallas Cowboy flag outside, then we know that they, they need some help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to get that garbage uh, We're going to go yeah. get that garbage out of there. Yeah, yeah. super smart. So, <laughs> we want to help them. You know, we want to help them. Get we're, that we're junk helpers. out of there, you know? So it, the city of Albuquerque already has a, uh, a an event similar, right, to keep Albuquerque beautiful, mm. and this is in conjunction with that. So mm-hmm. uh, city solid waste, uh, ABQ solid waste, are will be there helping with us as well. So it's a, a similar uh, product, so to speak. Uh, Dave took it upon himself, and we sort of expanded it and made it bigger. Got some partners from the private community. Mm-hmm. Um, other city partners are involved. Uh, county partners are involved. So um, you and your neighborhood, you know where you need to clean up. You go there. We're not asking you to go to one place and spread out. You go to your house or your park yeah. where, where you know that there's some litter or trash. Go pick it up. Be yeah. safe while you're doing it. Uh, but you know where where there needs some help. So go there and do that in your in your neighborhood and as a collective whole. Next thing you know, the city's been cleaned up. And what's what's cool is uh, I was just at city council uh, Monday. Correct. And they made a proclamation, and they made the last Saturday of every September Imagine ABQ Day. Oh, there we go. Uh, and, that's, Great. and that's kind of the idea, right, is to, is to make this a thing where it's – that's what's expected. That's what New Mexicans do is we, we take it upon ourselves, and we clean up – or we do our own thing, and you know what I mean? And we take it upon ourselves, and we, and we do good, and things like that. And it's not just always left to somebody else to take care of it, you know. And so that's the beauty of it: is just getting the community together, unifying people, and doing some good, you know. So, did, did friend of the show Pat Davis did, did he help? <laughs> that's important to us. <laughs> yeah, imagine ABQ Day because I'm going to send him a compliment so. <laughs> after this. So let's let's say you run an HOA, you got a neighborhood watch, you got a mm-hmm. business. Like, they're overwhelmed. Like, I don't know how to coordinate all this. What resources do they have to link up with you guys? So one of the cool things that we've done with this initiative is we've, uh, we've gotten in uh, conjunction with Senior Affairs. So the idea for Saturday is trash litter. Okay, what do you want me to do? Uh, trash litter and weeds. Okay, where do you want me to do it? Start where your feet are. That's the model, right? But one of our branches is uh, through Senior Affairs, we're going to identify one house in each district and maybe it's a, it's an elderly couple that just can't take care of their house anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the help of our co-coordinator, co- uh, Larry Espinoza from Red Shovel, we're going to pick one house in each district and redo that yard. There you go. And That's we're going to do it every year. So, yes, we're going to pick up, as a city, we're going to pick up trash, litter, and weeds. But also, we're going to do one yard in each district, right? And so we're going to do that again next year and then again next year. And we're just going to build on this and, and, again, just make it something that's very unique to Albuquerque because one of the beautiful things that is Albuquerque is we're very interconnected here. We're, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's sure. related to everybody. One, or, one degree, not or you're six. one degree yeah, of yeah, separation sure. yeah. away. Yeah. You can't go anywhere else in the country and do that. You can do that here. Albuquerque is a big city, small town, but we think like a small town. We have that small town mentality. And so why not use that to our advantage and unify everybody, and let's go and kick some butt and uh, make this place beautiful and take some pride in it. So, Chaplain Dave Myers, thank you for joining us on the program. Tom, you're going to sit around, though, because Kim's going to join us. We're going to talk more about Socktober. Uh, ImagineABQ.com yep. is the resource for individuals or entities that are interested in being part of it Absolutely. this Saturday. So we are excited for those who are excited for that. Dave, thank you so much. 
And then uh, the Denver Broncos, man. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. Future Super you were Bowl do, champion. You're doing Denver so Broncos. Good. Hey, whenever Russ figures it out, you guys exactly. are going to be. Everybody's new. Everything is new. Everybody's new. We'll figure it out. You don't know when to kick it. You don't know when to punt it. <laughs> There's that we don't know when to call timeout. No. We don't know when to not call timeout. Weird thing called the clock that tells you to stop playing. It's, yeah, it's, it's awkward. So it's, it's awkward. Almost, there was Russ. And, and then you got a and you got a head coach that's just looking around. Where's Aaron yeah, Rodgers? Where's Rodgers go? Oh, He's new. Our defensive do. coordinator's new. Our ownership's new. Yeah, our quarterback's yeah. new. Everything's new. We'll figure yeah. it out. The, the it's, it's, you know what it is? It's a great value play call. Yeah, the Walters. <laughs> yeah. Classic mess around. Yeah. More two men on whenever we return. 95.9 FM and AM Thank you guys. In. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Van, refresh that texter real quick. Okay. Okay. So earlier we made a fun reach out. We were like, hey, if you know, if you've been a friend of the show for some time, you know, reach out, kind of talk to us about it. And here's the thing on text. I'm not smart. Mm. I can't interpret everything correctly. So if you don't put, like, slash S for sarcasm, I don't get it. Like, if you don't put happy smiley face at the end, I need that, guys. I'm just letting you know. Not smart. No tone to texts. Look, no. Unless you're a new friend of the show. Yes. Trust me, Fred. They know already you're not smart. Okay. <laughs> this is not new info. Uh, you don't get the show. Before, before, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't get the show. Yeah. Joining yeah. us on the program, Kim Kirshen, who joins the already here, Tom Ruiz, Lieutenant Tom Ruiz, who uh, obviously fire, fire everything, fire everything. So, Kim, you barged into the fire department doors, and you set up your boxes for socks, and you guys are running Socktober. Yeah, it's it's a blast. I, I enjoy it every year, and, and the community really comes together. Uh, I think part of the ease of it is that there are fire stations everywhere, so it's really easy to be able to drop something off. Mm-hmm. You know, they're easy to find. Um, and also, they're kind of fun. I mean, if you catch the guys in... <laughs> uh, not kind of. Um, so, you know, as you know, guys, I don't get a paycheck, right? It's- as, yes. You know, as yeah. the director. So I tease that every year, this is my paycheck. Hey-o. I get to go to every fire station yeah. <laughs> with a fireman yes. or a firefighter, every fire station, and get to meet all the firefighters. Oh, cool. And I get to pick up all the socks. Do you get that to- is my... That is my pay every every year. Tom, is you it get true? your AFR calendar signed by the real person? I wish there was one. <laughs> um, I wish there was one. So maybe a little t- tidbit. Uh, we are we are as in the IAFF Local Two Forty Four Union having another calendar. Hey, hey, hey. so right yes, right. I will be taking it with me and getting it signed now. Also, yeah. this Tom promised me off air a Dalmatian at every station for anyone to pet. He said okay. that that's coming. True story. Yeah, he Absolutely said. He okay. said that uh, also, yes, everyone who's interested can come and slide down the firefighter pole. Okay. And I said, okay, well, that's a good one, too. Also, true story. And then you were going <laughs> to open up fire hydrants for children to frolic through, uh, a la the New York. Nothing, like, but, nothing but truth you're spitting okay. out Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Came here for the truth, and boy, we got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we got it all. That Dalmatian fire thing, that kind of felt like the people, that's not really an association anymore, is it? No, it used to be for sure. Because, yeah. uh the history, history lesson here, those were brought in to manage the horses back in the right. day. Mm. Uh, and that's what they were for. Uh, another history lesson, mustache, right? Uh, firemen used to grow mustaches to filter out the smoke from fires. What? Were, true story. Yeah. Absolutely true story. Interesting. Okay. We, so, uh, so I feel left out. <laughs> yeah, Van's theory on the swinger culture, not correct. 
It has to do with filtering out smoke. 100% well, well, off not the even clock. <laughs> off the clock. Not even close. Yeah. Socks, uh, Socktober is going on currently. So how many firehouses are there around 20, the city? Uh, the city of Albuquerque has 22 fire stations. That's so crazy to me. 22 cool. fire stations. Every single one of them will have uh, a box, and every single one of those boxes will be filled several times over. Uh, I will get phone calls from folks at the fire stations that, hey, Tom, can you please come yeah. empty our box because it is overflowing, and I will go do that. And then, uh, <laughs> sure enough, that that box will be filled again. Donations are accepted at what times a day? Uh, I would say normal normal working hours, if you don't mind. Don't don't uh, come to the station under, you know, too late, too early. Sure. And anytime, if you see a knock on the door, we'll answer. If you have socks, uh, we will gladly take them for you, and we'll give them over to Kim. Uh, like I mentioned before, last year we raised... Uh, not raised, I guess collected is the word, 10,000 pairs of socks. So amazing. So amazing. So, amazing. so this year, I, I imagine that number is just going to be greater because... Uh, we hope so. Why, why not? Yeah, yeah, we hope so. Kim Kirshen, Tom Ruiz, thank you so very much. Remember, we get back more from the boys as we're at Mexico Pinion Coffee, the 528 location. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, we're back on the program. Yeah, we are. Okay, so we just had a little bit of fun talking about community, talking about giving, talking about an effort. Um, I'm a big fan of Tom Ruiz. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Doing some cool stuff. We were catching up during the break, and I was like, so what's the new thing at the fire department? And he starts naming, like, 45 different things. Right. I'm like, cool, we're bringing you back sometime. Like, <laughs> like oh, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know you did that. Aaron Judge yesterday and his New York Yankees were – chasing five in the ninth and he stepped up and i'm gonna be that guy real quick before we talk about aaron judge and the yankees and john carlos stanton and just kind of how they're a buzz saw why are people and i get it nobody on base why are you at all allowing aaron judge opportunity to swing the bat at a baseball i mean we're, we're looking at a barry bonds-esque season right and he got walked with the bases loaded why wouldn't you just walk Judge with the bases empty? You're up four. You're up four. Give Aaron Judge a base. Deal with the rest. But again, I'm very glad they didn't because he hit another dong, and now he's at 60. <laughs> he friggin' tied the great Bambino. We are witnessing history, sports fan, and this is so much fun to watch. There's like 12 different angles to this, and I'm just going to try to run through them all. Okay, hit okay? me. Number one, the 60 home run ball at Yankee Stadium. Not it was it was a close the gap. It was not a go aheader. It was not a game winner. All those kind of things that are things. Giancarlo Stanton cleaned that up down the road. Which, by the way, walk off Grand Slammy boy. Or are we trying to have that conversation? Right Crazy. Now? But like uh, the ball goes over. It's it's like a it's just a like a whiz rocket down like like the short porch there. Right. And then. The fan who catches it, who's a kid, like early 20-year-old, is like, I think I'm going to get this back. What? Hold on. What? For compensation, I hope. You're just going to give it back? What is that thing worth? Low end? 50 grand? High end? Six digits? Oh, yeah. Six digits for sure. Six That's a $100,000 ball. And the one that breaks the record will be in the millions. Which record? The real record. The Maris record. Come on. The Maris record. Yeah. The clean record. He gonna break the. He's gonna break Barry's next year. Sammy, not necessarily ever caught in the steroids. Sammy right. Sosa, who maybe was one of the hundred and three from yeah. the the blank testing blah blah blah. Maybe allegedly did have the cork bat. Look, 
his face grew. That's my criteria. That's always my criteria. He took a lot of medicine to become Michael Jackson. Correct. I get it. Yeah, but it's, I, it's not the steroids. No. It's the skin bleach. Mark McGuire. secret. Mark McGuire, who has shown a ton of animosity. Not animosity. That's not the word I wanted. Who has shown a ton of uh, sadness. A sorrow. Uh, he's apologetic. Yeah. He's... He's a guy who loves the Re- game. Are you looking for remorse? Yes. Remorse. A guy who has never said a single thing outside of trying to flip the chip that's off his own shoulder, Barry Bonds. Right. I've never heard Barry Bonds concede anything about anything to anyone at any time. I mean, well, that's his personality. That's just Barry boy. Bonds. He's yeah. a little chippy boy. He's, he's always been chippy. He's always, you know, thwarted being a part of the media he's never been the best teammate he's just barry friggin bonds but what you're getting here is the best dude ever as far as i know aaron judge the nicest guy volunteers with children goes to friggin hospitals not a scandal on the books turn down 200 million to bet on himself that's the one. He turned down $200 million to bet on himself the year he breaks the Yankees' record. What? The one you're talking about is the one. And it's the one because it's a realistic number, $26 million a year. Probably a 10-year deal. That's a realistic number for that was offered Aaron Judge. Right. He is now worth, conservatively, $35 million a year. 40. After betting on himself yeah. for 10 years. Correct. He's a $37.5 million guy 40. a year for 10 years. You get $40 million. $375 million. You get $400 million. He's going to be worth $40 million a year. And this is from the guy. And if you remember, this was the knock. The knock was Aaron Judge stays hurt. Aaron Judge don't play full season. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge was Byron Buxton before Byron Buxton was Byron Buxton. And that part was never true. He missed a few series here and there, but he's never been that injured. And he plays elite defense. He has an elite arm. He is an elite teammate. He is an elite locker room guy. He's an elite community member. This guy, you just hand him a blank check and say, whatever we can afford is yours. This is the most by a Major League Baseball player since the 2001 season. And to me, I think it's special because there's friends of this show right now that have not lived through this. Specifically, and I'll be that guy right now, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, the summer of 98. McGuire and Sosa, and if you remember. Amazing. Yeah, McGuire. McGuire hits 62, and it's the whole thing. And then later that week. So uh, Sammy Sosa hit 62, and then he hit 63, and then McGuire hit 63, and then Sosa hit 64. And it's like, why is Mark McGuire looking up at Sammy Sosa? This doesn't make sense. We just celebrated him two minutes ago. And eventually it ended up being 70-66, I think is what it was. But it's right now. You are experiencing this, friend of the show and baseball fan, for the first time in your lifetime. Yes. This is as good as it gets. Congratulations. Oh, hey, and let's not gloss over the fact the best player of the previous generation, Albert Pujols, is about to join a club with only four people in the history of baseball. 
700 home runs. That is insane. It's crazy. This is happening in the same year? Yeah, right now. Give me all that you got. Also, I want the red pill of this. <laughs> Chasing five in the ninth. Aaron Judge. Bob Nightingale reported today that Major League Baseball um, ESPN will be doing cut-ins of every Aaron Judge at bat. Oh, they better. Yeah. they foolish not to. They'll do that for the remainder of the year, and I'm in on that. And again, hey, hold on. And why not Pujols? Lump them together. You follow both these guys and both their historic ends of the season. Well, one guy, Albert Pujols, who still needs one to get to one, to need one. Yeah. You're one too early. You do when the time comes. You're one too early. Oh, or he hits two dingers in a game and they miss out on it completely. Well, no. Once you have the one, then then you're going. Even if it's mid-game. Yeah. Ah, sure, why not? I'm, I'm into it. But with Aaron Judge, the difference is, and by the way, perspective here i'm a pools guy with that home run last night aaron judge now leads in batting average so aaron judge leads in all of them every single category he is the lead leaguer league leader in every single offensive category except for stolen bases no one steals bases anymore yeah doesn't even count He's the number one. And he's like number three in all of baseball in average. So he is dangerously close. If your boy Goldschmidt and Freddie Freeman go on a cold streak throughout the rest of the year, he might get the triple crown, not just in his league, in all of friggin' baseball. You're watching a historic season. Remember this. Cherish this. And not just Yankees fan, baseball fan, not just baseball fan, Sports fan, realize you're watching greatness. You're watching history in real time. Why? Why you were talking to me about that uh, sixty home run ball that was given back? He got some signed stuff. That's what the kid got. <laughs> signed stuff. From, he should get season tickets to the Yankees next year. Yeah. He should get a giant pile of signed stuff. How about you ask for one hundred thousand dollars and a bag of cash? Yes. The next two, though, you the know, next he, two balls will get incrementally more important, and they will get incrementally more paid. So I would hedge my bets. I catch the 60th ball. Here's what I want. I want a strip of them. I want an entire row of end-of-the-season tickets to every home game and every playoff game, including the World Series. Yes. And what I do with them, that's my own deal. Kim Kirshen's out of the building, everyone. <laughs> We're on New Mexico Pinion Coffee, the 528 location, the intersection of 528 and Rio Rancho Boulevard across. That, that's the best one yet. That's very correct. That's the same road you're describing. You can't have the intersection. It's the very best one. On the same road. Across from Intel. Across from Intel. Where there's some cranes up. Intel is like five city blocks long. Yeah. It could be anywhere. We are here. It's next to the fourth best village inn. Text the program, 505-246-0610. What's your favorite village inn? We'll drop you a pin. (laughs) You got 50 more minutes to bring your donations, and we'll give you free coffee. (laughs) That's how many minutes you get? Yeah. 
That's the deal for sure. Like really good free coffee. We have given away a lot of free coffee. A lot of coffee. Making a donation to Locker 505 gets you a discount on New Mexico Pinion Coffee. 10% off your purchase for your donation to Locker 505. Also, 25% off your total purchase at New Mexico Pinion Coffee if you donate and make a social media post van. Also, come see your boys live. We will hand you coffee from our hands to your hands. Correct. Uh, also, it's very good. We mm. took a bunch of the isotopes the other day. Mm. It was like, like we've been there all year working. We show up at coffee one day, and now we're everyone's friend. Kind of interesting how this works. Interesting dynamic. Hmm. Well, hmm. I'll appreciate it by him. Hmm. Step away from this one where we get back more of the program. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits on the weekend. That's for New Mexico's Vodka. Tell her Vodka. Don't forget that every Monday we're at 12500 Montgomery Boulevard, the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway, as we are at Howie's Sports Page enjoying Monday night football. We enjoyed yeah. it uh, quite a bit on Monday as there was two Monday night football. Like a lot of bits. A lot of bits. Who's playing Monday this week? You got me, yeah, brother. Look that one up for you. Too quick. far away. That's just too far away. My mind's on Thursday night first. What? Who's playing then? That is a interdivisional rivalry in between the Cleveland Browns right. and Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm going to implore right now, Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, step it up! Meet us on Monday night at Howie's. You got you got my favorite quarterback in NFL. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Correct. Completing passes. Come to, to Howie's. Micah Parsons. Let's rage. Let's get weird because I hate the Giants. So if we go, if we go heavy boys fan base at Howie's, but we're so fortunate to see a sucker Giants fan show up, then we can lambast. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not pro injury and I'm not anti Dak. No. I am just strongly, overwhelmingly pro Cooper Rush. Yeah. I'm that I'm that dude's biggest fan now. Go Gingers. And I am anti Amani tumor. The fewer the proud. Any kind of tumor. I don't want anybody to have a tumor. What's an Amani one? Ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. You know, Fred, I was so excited to talk baseball last segment. Okay. I forgot to say hi to our new friend that we met at the New Mexico United Gala. Oh, okay. Manny Crispine. Oh, okay. Great guy. Yeah. Really love what he does for the community. And we got to talking, and some of his family is big friends of the show. But not he. Oh, not he. No, he's too busy to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, this is we're beneath him for sure. All right. So shout out to Felix Clare and Marcus Garcia, apparently day one friends of the show. We really appreciate it. So I'm about to be that guy right now. And okay. I, I like being that guy. Be that guy. There is something fun about being able to do the shout out. Sure. Especially like if it's out in the community. You meet somebody in the yeah. wild. You know, I really like that. I, uh, the one to me that is the thing is when you're doing the shout out and it's n- not for friends and family. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like we're, yes. Yeah, we're in a good way right now. Head over to the website, sportsanimalabq.com, and check out today's sweet deal. It is, uh, you just click on the logo, it's there on the right hand side, right? Yeah. So you go over there. Uh, it is half off a one year membership to Crunch Gym. That's a sweet deal. You know, before the That's holiday. That's why they call it a sweet deal, isn't it? They, yes. Okay. Uh, there were there were a lot this morning. There's not as many right now. Okay. So, they're going fast. Yeah. So low key, don't wait. Uh, yeah. Go over there and get that done. Crunch Fitness is the feature deal on Sweet Deals today. So head over to the website. 
and check that out. Crunch Fitness has a special place in my heart because it's on the corner of uh, Wantabo and Lomas. Okay. And it used to be the big Hastings over there. So if you want to exercise and get fit before the holiday season, and also if you're very nostalgic about Hastings, boy, do I have the place for you. Yeah. Also, you know, I'm, I'm like a YMCA guy. You know that? Naturally. Yeah, naturally. So I already have a current membership. Samesies. What I believe to be the best place in town. But don't forget that also Jersey Mike Subs has a $50 buy one for $25 deal. Okay. So that's basically half off Subsy Boys, and that's the deal too. So, so be that deal. Okay, not a paid advertisement or anything here? Yeah. But uh, Jersey Mike's uh, Cherry Pepper Relish. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm already knowing. Hits so hard. You put it on anything. It's so good. Me and Buck tomorrow are going to Relish. Have you been the restaurant? Relish is great. Yeah. Um, uh, Not Robert Buck D. Gibson, Buck from KKOB. Right. So we're going to meet on a couple things. And he was like, listen, man, I'd, I'd love to sit down and meet, but I'd really like you to buy me this very specific sandwich. And I was like, I'm about this energy, Buck. Yeah. Like, let's make that happen. Uh, the texture's going crazy. So 505-246-0610, reach out to the program. By the way, I think we have a new texter partner here in the near future. That's man. really exciting. So we were saying, hey, uh, we're going down nostalgia a little bit, memory lane. We're like, reach out to the program. Like, if you've, if you've been a friend of the show for a long time or, or maybe you're new to it, 505-246-0610, shoot us a text or two. Uh, I'm just going to say this, Michael, and it's going to come as a surprise to you. The WWE talk is getting a lot of love on the texture, okay? And I know that there's 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 tight-necked, white-collared, suity boys in corporate radio that tell you WWE doesn't move the meter, Fred, yeah. and you don't know what you're doing, Fred, and that you have to only talk uh, backup quarterback competitions mm-hmm. for 0-2 teams, Fred, yeah, but... I- Texts are selling you otherwise right now, boys. Yeah, I know. All 17 of you guys are a very passionate bunch. (laughs) 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 It's not incorrect. (laughs) Also, I was about five minutes away Monday night after Howie's in a drunken stupor of buying a two-men-on pro wrestling championship belt. Did I tell you this? No, I wish you would have. What stopped you? This uh, sensibility. Passed out? No. (laughs) So in the place where I was designing it on my phone, I wasn't able to get to my wallet quickly. Uh, so whatever. But I think I'm going to come back to this, and I believe we will soon be the owners of a two-men-on-branded World Heavyweight Championship belt. And I'm not sure where we won't wear it, but the list of places that we will wear it. It's long. It, it is long. It will be impressive. Where can't you wear it legally? Because I think we just wear it everywhere. Metal detector at the airport. What? Is it really made out of metal? This thing's like this thing was hundreds of dollars. Oh, you're talking the good one. Yeah, I'm talking like not a, like the knockoff. No. Okay. Yeah, this was a. All right. If I was trying to convince you, I would use the word investment. Because <laughs> <laughs> to me, being able to celebrate the program and maybe like like friend of the show of the week, and then you could have the belt and maybe take photos with it. Maybe go to the top of the Sandias, friend of the show belt, take a photo. I'm into that. Maybe you're doing, like, city cleanup with, like, Imagine ABQ, and, like, you're wearing it while you're stabbing trash with a nail on a stick. Correct. I'm like, that's a very good look. Like, I, to me, the branding possibilities are endless. Let's normalize championship belts. Everyone should have one. I mean, that's, that's, what do you, that's the whole thing. You, let's say you, ha- you wear your nice church clothes one day. Yeah. You're just going to put on a regular leather belt, or you want to walk in 
if we the walk, first United Methodist as the champ. If we walk into Howie's and say there's like, what's a high top table at Howie's? 10 people? 10, 12, whatever. 10, 12 people. Yeah. And I sit down in a chair, and I put next to me in the chair over, sitting on the table, my two men on, world championship belt, holding that spot from anyone else sitting. That's, you're not allowed to move that. You're not allowed to touch that. That is a, that's quite the flex. That's a very big flex. Also, you're probably going to get buffalo sauce on it. You're probably going to get buffalo sauce. Because the wings are very good at house. Yeah, that's. I know you're a dry rub guy. But you're not wrong. But their buffalo is still very strong. And if you if you come up to me as I'm sporting my two men on branded world WWE style inspired championship belt, okay, and you say Fred, or maybe you don't know my name, you say Sir, like Fred, can I get a picture? And you're like, okay, and he's like, no, with the belt. Yes, the uh. answer is yes. I will take it for you. <laughs> Hashtag uh, friends of the show belt. That's what I want. <laughs> Also, I just bought this Jersey Mike's sweet deal, $50 for 25 That's a deal. <laughs> I see where it gets the name from. Makes total sense. If you'd have gone inside baseball, right, for the friends of the show right now, you and I are an incorporated business. Cool. Correct. We have a shared, like, corporate banking account. Correct. Correct. If you'd have gone to the new Cinda app and saw a purchase for several hundred dollars. $600 wrestling belt? I, I wouldn't have called new Cinda. <laughs> I wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, there's fraud on my account. I'd be like, oh, my God, Fred got hammered again and bought a championship wrestling belt. Is your first move like, hey, you accidentally used the business card for your personal, or would you know that it wasn't an accident? I'd be like, ugh, i got to pay for half of this now? I mean, I would say, yay, I get to pay for half of this now. <laughs> That's what I meant. You and I are going to end up in the same place as Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen as we're going to grow old together and get some Christmas cards with us on it. Fred, we've literally already done that. <laughs> My name is Stephon Diggs, and I want to live in a wood cabin with Josh Allen in, in the woods somewhere, and we're going to live our lives together and win championships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Stefan's adorable. Stefan Diggs today. Also, 505 246, if you have any Photoshop skills, put me and Van and Stefan Diggs and, and, and Jacob Allen all on a Christmas card together. Yes. Send that to the program. Me and Fred in dumb and dumber clothes. Yeah. And then, of course, Josh Allen. And Stefan Diggs and their bills. And used. then in the background, looking over all of our shoulders, Tua and Tyreek. And we're like, they're mm. like, we're actually next. Yeah. You guys had yours. Jealous much? We're, we're, you, oh, you guys, yeah. you guys bro, well, we bro man. While we're on it, just go ahead and put uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney in it, too. What's that one for? Uh, they own a soccer club together, and they're, they're really cute. Do you see FIFA's putting your Ted Lasso in the next FIFA game? As they should. <laughs> it's done. It's- it's such a stupid take. It's so dumb they didn't do it three years ago. Is it, even, is it relevant anymore? Is it I, think it's got, I think it's got one more season. Yeah. This is the final season yeah. coming and, up. In other news, uh, uh, NBA 2K put the Flint Tropics into their game, so that's relevant too. Smart. They should have. That's... Yeah. Good. Yeah. In other news, Madden put the longest yard in their game. Right. That's a smart move. 
Should have done it a long time ago. In other news, NBA Jam put the entire cast of White Men Can't Jump in their game. Smart. Should have done it. I'll choose them every time. <laughs> Who would be the third from White Men Can't Jump? Uh, Gloria. Okay. <laughs> okay. And their jerseys are just a giant Q. Yes, that's mm-hmm. very good. Jerseys with the letter Q. <laughs> Whenever she makes her three, she goes, Money! <laughs> Such a stupid show. Whenever we get back, more NFL talk. NFL talk, I promise. Also, on the texter, 505-246, we do appreciate all the kind feedback. Uh, this little inside baseball, Van's arch nemesis is back on the texter, so we see you. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the... Program. Program. Amon Ross St. Brown was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Do you care about that kind of stuff? Um, I care about the St. Brown family and their general happiness and cohesion as a family unit. So, yeah, it's great. If he was on my fantasy team, I'd care. Is this like a praise the sun kind of thing? Like, way to go. You're the sun god. <laughs> He's been my number one player of the week for a long time, Van. It's not true. It's not true at all. I don't think I care about weekly awards. You know, I don't care about, I think, a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's interesting to me where it's like, well, let's use Aaron Judge last night, right? His number 60. It's a different from me, narrative and energy, if the Yankees don't come back and win it. Like, personal accolade, not a ton to me is that important if the team don't get no W. I feel like that's really pivoted. Uh, well, I, I value them both highly, actually. Even Say the Yankees tanked mm-hmm. like they were right after the All-Star break, mm-hmm. and everyone on that team was just a giant pile of garbage in a dumpster fire right next to a Thai food restaurant on a beach in Sri Lanka. Okay. Even if they were that bad and Aaron Judge was still having a great year. It's the most hyper-specific I would still say it's very important to me to be specific. I would still say Aaron Judge had an epic year, one for the ages. Let's cherish this season. Because it's not up to him. He He doesn't get to bat nine times in a row. And decide what happens to the team. So he, he can only do as good as he can. If Aaron Judge leaves the Yankees at the end of the season, because the only reason Aaron Judge bets on himself the way that he did and didn't take the what did we say it was two hundred fifty million or whatever it was, the only reason he does that is to make sure he ends up with top dollar. So he doesn't go have the season that he's had, and then take a hometown discount. He doesn't do that. There's absolutely no way. You don't hold out and be like, you know what? Maybe you guys were right. Let's just take a little little team-friendly deal here. You know what? Let me set the record for home runs by a guy not on drugs, and then uh, I'll just boost my price way down. That's not going to happen. Who's got the money? A bunch of teams. No, they don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Name those teams. Okay. Yankees, Mets, well, Dodgers, pull up. Don't Angels, go to, Don't go there. Don't go to Cubs. California. Stop. Stay in New York. If the Yankees had it, they would have already paid it. No, they're just trying to lowball them. 
That's just okay. That's just Steinbrenner so being a Steinbrenner. They have to be the highest bidder then. They have to. You can't lose them now. Now the Mets going to set the record in your jersey. The Mets will not sign Aaron Judge. Why not? The Mets will pay so, whatever they can. This it's a different regime now. <sighs> Mets are going to start spending money. I don't think Steve. All right, here's my thing. There's an unwritten handshake agreement between the Yankees and the Mets, and historically they've never done it. They don't sign each other's players. Sure they do. No, they don't. Give me an example. Daryl Strawberry. No, 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 no. He no, won no, a no. ship with the Yankees. That's different. That's after the fact. He going no matter what. Soriano going no matter what. I'm talking like, I'm talking like prime guys. So, like, because what will happen is, if that happens, if Judge goes the, to the Mets, then I think it's next year, DeGrom, he'd end up a Yankee. And you'd end up in this weird back and forth, overpaying just to only bid against each other kind of thing. And I don't think the Mets and the Yankees are willing to get into that. Uh, I think they're going to have to because there's going to be four or five other teams in the mix who are going to do the exact same thing that they're doing. And if the Mets want to be relevant and get out of the Yankee shadow – they have to start doing this. The Mets, the Cubs, the Angels. The Cubs don't want to win right now. They won't they put will that soon. money on. They will soon. Yeah, they will soon, and they'll start spending money like crazy. They're going to bring that, in, what, like five guys at once, you think? The Astros are on the cusp Every of other spending position. Some, more, some, some more money. They don't need to. The Astros have a formula down. They, Yet. they won't do yeah. that. They don't, they're not going to bring in free agents. But they did so well getting this core of good young players together. You will eventually have to pay them. The, I know you're a big Astros fan, and you want like that big name and to spend some money and to do that thing. The Astros don't need that energy or that influx in that style. The Astros currently have 11 guys on that squad who will throw a strike at the exact place it needs to be thrown, at the exact moment it needs to be thrown, and they will win a game. And the fielding and Verlander, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the the rotation and the bullpen for the Astros is a formula that no one else in Major League Baseball is trying to do right now. Right. No one has put the emphasis on that style of baseball that Houston has, and that's why Houston will win the AL this year. But Houston, they have developed these guys. They drafted these guys. They scouted these guys. They developed these guys. They will eventually have to pay this really talented core they have. Not in the same way that the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Angels, Cubs, eventually the White Sox, uh, how they're going to pay players. Because that's just top-end free agents. I think you're wrong for a couple reasons. And I want to make sure I got the name right. Carlos Correa, right? Yeah, he wanted too much. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's playing shortstop now? Uh, Rookie Jeremy Pena. You winning games with him? Uh, winning more games than anyone in the American League. Correct. And I think Houston not just believes it. I I talk about this all the time, right? Things you think first things you believe. Mm. The Houston Astros do not believe that they can win games by inserting new players. They know that. It's been proven over the last seven years. Correct. And they're not, in my opinion, they've literally taken themselves out of that because they don't have to spend the money. And the Angels, I think, are the real interesting one. Well, see, what the Astros do is is they get that Verlander on the cheap when they know there's more gas in the tank. They get that Michael Brantley for pennies on the right. dollar. They, they get that uh, Aledmus Diaz, the super utility guy. Correct. They make smart, efficient moves, but they still spend money. And then, like, Kyle Tucker, 
when he comes up and he needs to get paid, they're going to have to pay him because they know the Yankees will, they know the Mets will, they know the Angels will, they know the Dodgers will. Same thing with rookie Jeremy Pena. He's on a Carlos Correa-like trajectory where he's going to play a couple more years on his rookie contract. And if you want him to be in the good graces of the organization, you're going to have to pay him. And I know what we're talking about is different than Yankees, Dodgers, and then the class right below these two who will just spend insane amounts of money just to get the best guy. Because your fan base expects you to. Well, I don't want to break down every single exam he gave me, but I just pulled up Kyle Tucker, and I pulled him up because I needed yeah. his age for this example. Yeah. So Kyle Tucker was taking, he was top 10 guy, right? Yeah. Okay. So first round, top 10 of the Major League Baseball draft. He's on the exact projection that Houston thought he would be on at this point in his career. Yeah. True or false? Sure, sure. 100%. Therefore, because it's all gone to plan, I'm promising you they have a plan in place behind him because nothing failed in the trajectory of Kyle Tucker. Mm. And they know that they're not going to sign him to that next one. But whoever that next guy is, and me and you sitting here, we don't know. We didn't know this Pena shortstop was nine months ago. I was well, trying to come okay. up with the number. Well, hold on. Uh, passive baseball fan didn't know who this guy was. Correct. Baseball dork and Astros fan was salivating for him to come up and not pay Carlos Correa. There's there's a big difference well, it, there. But uh. you're talking about, like, hyper inside baseball. I'm talking about, sure, like, sure, sure. the concept of it. And Kyle yeah. Tucker has really only been around two years. Kyle Tucker was around for the last four years. Yeah. But he was... He wasn't Kyle Tucker He yet. wasn't. He was no. being built that way. Yeah. And that's why I'm telling you, like, never will the Houston Astros, with the way they're currently being led, um, think, hey, we need to replace... And I could give you the measurable numbers on Kyle Tucker, but it's not important... We need to replace these numbers specifically. What they're going to say is we need to bring in like a platoon of guys that keep supporting the best pitching you've seen in years in baseball, which is the Houston Astros. But, yeah, they would be foolish not to extend Kyle Tucker to a, to a, a lucrative deal. Ugh. Not like Stanton money, not like what Judge is about to get paid. But you've got to take him off the market for the bulk of his career. Going to go arbitration and see what they say? Well, they're going to have to eventually, yeah. but you want to extend him before that, just like they did Jordan Alvarez, just like they did like a, f- a few other key pieces. I the, mean, the Atlanta Braves formula. Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Atlanta Braves are smashing this method. Yeah, yeah, they're the poster child. To how to do this? Let's take this one up to the six o'clock hour, and then at six o'clock, we'll be joined by Jason Thomas, who's the voice of the Ice Wolves, as they have their home opener this, I believe, Saturday night. If that's not correct, he'll correct it to Friday if that's when it is. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. We've been in New Mexico Pinion Coffee all freaking day long. What? Not okay. true. I'm just trying to bring an energy to it. I've been to two separate ones today. Same. Yeah. Heck yeah. Where'd you start your day? Uh, well, same place to start my day every time. New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Oh, wait, you mean specifically which one? Yeah, which one? Uh, Academy. You did the Academy? It was over the Academy one. I drove through 4th Street. Nice. I was going to walk in and say hi, but I was in a hurry. No, well, also, you got to consider no one cares that you're there. That's a big part of saying hi. It's not cheers, my dude. Not for you, anyways. Well, they're good at faking it whenever I go in there. Sophia Apodaca joining us on the program. She runs the 528 store. Hey. Welcome back, Sophie. Hey. How are you? Good. Now, you told us last time you were here that, uh, number one, you hated our guts and the donations were too much and you felt like um, that we had overwhelmed your life. Oh, yep, 100% mm-hmm. true. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've gotten lots of donations and everybody, all of our customers have been awesome and just um, providing that for those students. So 
You also promised us that you were going to start watching the NFL football. How has your first two weeks of NFL football gone? Oh, shucks. I haven't started watching. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, we're, I mean, we could do the House of Dragons update. You want to do that? You want to get Dragons? into a little Lord of the Rings? A little... Oh, Lord of the Rings. That's is that the new hot one, Lord of the Rings? Okay, is how about Housewives of Atlanta? Do you do yeah, Housewives do of Atlanta? Yeah, who's going to win the Bachelorette? Oh, come on! Oh, I have no idea. Hey, who's getting kicked out of the house next? What do you do? Do you read? You read? Are you you read books like a normal person, like a like an intelligent, responsible adult? Is that what you do? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, my family is really into Korean dramas. What is that? Um, like South Korea, they have like their TV shows. Oh, they're at least yes. like sixteen episodes long, but they're really good at. I mean, their storyline and the actors are amazing. So, like soap operas, but in Korean. Yep. Okay, sweet. we're obsessed well, with it. In Korean or in English? In Korean, we read subtitles. I'm out. I'm a hundred percent out on this. Fred doesn't read. Yeah. Especially when I'm trying to get you guys to talk to me about how Taylor's going to win Big Brother this year. And I feel like there's no enthusiasm around this prediction that I'm making. She's outnumbered. It's three dudes to one. I don't understand. Taylor's going to win the best Big Brother ever? Is that an award? Oh, you're talking about a television show called Big Brother. That's so unacceptable. Okay. (laughs) I get it now. Sophia, you obviously run the 528 Pinon Coffee. And people come in and out all day. And they're making a ton of donations. Uh, What has been your favorite donation? Um, well, I did see like a pair of Crocs one time, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, which is pretty good. Um, let's see what else. I've also seen some really nice jackets and coats for, I mean, it's fall's coming up, so right. but it was like Tomorrow. a nice purple Tomorrow, coat. Actually. Oh my gosh, really? Did, ooh, did your seasonal depression just kick in? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's tomorrow, right? I'm not being stupid. I think it is tomorrow. I uh my seasonal depression doesn't kick in until baseball's over, and then it just like turns up to 11 immediately. September 22nd is the Autonomous Equinox, also called the September Equinox or Fall Equinox because I can't pronounce Autonomous. You did good. I got, you got That's real close. Good. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, you're here most days of the week. Um, are the donations only through the door? Are they coming in through the drive-thru? What? Oh, yeah. We've gone some through the drive-thru before, too. Those are my just, like, favorite. Just hanging it, uh, handing over trash bags to the window. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. So, just super sweet you text me and we'll put it on the social media everything's at ab talk abq you text me the biggest pile of donations ever seen is this one person that brought it all in or is this like an like an accumulation well one person was like uh they called us beforehand they're like heads up we are bringing like a carload full of stuff (laughs) like that's totally fine with me so and then another person saw and they're like oh Look at all those donations. I didn't know you guys were taking them. I'm like, yeah. So they're like, I'd rather give it to you than to Goodwill. So. There's literally 25, like, like hefty were- bags of stuff. Oh, yes. There was, like, <laughs> a, there was a lot that day, but, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that people are, like, on their way to Goodwill, and they wanted to stop in Mexico Pinon first to get some coffee, and they're like, oh, wait, you should have this instead. Yep, exactly. That's I love I that story. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate anything about that. Sophia, I'm going to walk in here tomorrow morning. I'm going to say surprise me with a breakfast drink. What is the hotness breakfast drink for the first day of fall? Ooh, for the first day of fall. Well, I pumpkin spice is a given because yeah. everyone's obsessed with the, it. Uh, PSLs. Yeah, but my, like, I, our store favorite is the Mia Moore latte. Sounds <gasps> really good. Ooh, well, what's to, that? Yeah, tell me more. Yeah, so it has like Adobe Morning, maple walnut, pinion uh, flavorings in there. It has honey, cinnamon, and it's a brevet style latte. So What was that last word? Brevet. So it means it's made with half and half. Half and half what? The foam. Oh, the, the milk. <laughs> the foam is thick. Oh, okay. <laughs> foam is thick.
you guys talk to me with a lot of presumed knowledge here. <laughs> I'm a, a big, big fan of the pinion aspect of the community. I don't, I don't know the intricacies of foamy drinks. No, you're good. Guys. I didn't know a lot of this till I worked here. So that's we all learn. Sophia, how are your parents? They're doing really good. Yeah. yeah. Anna, Anna. Yep, Anna. Love it. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Heck yes. Big shout out to Anna. Van. Sir. Jason Thomas joins us when we get back. Oh, color me excited. Sophia, anything we missed? Um, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Best in the business, really. <laughs> Tuman on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. That's about right. Back on the program. Jason Thomas is here. Let's go. All right. Uh, How's it going? Yeah, baby. New Mexico Ice Wolves joined us earlier this week at Howie's. Uh, hey, what's up? Do you enjoy Howie's? What was up? Oh, Howie's was a blast. It was, That's right? That's the place to be on Monday nights. You had never been. No, I've been once or twice Didn't before. Didn't count. Not without us. No. Didn't count it, at all. It's true. You're, you're a townie now, though. Like That's your neighborhood. It is. About five minutes away from where I live, about 10 minutes away from where I work. You work at the Outpost Ice Arenas, who this Friday and Saturday night will be hosting the Odessa Jackalope 6.30 start time on both of them. Some tickets still available. Uh, hockey is back in the city of Albuquerque. Hockey is back, and guys, let me just tell you, we have quite the home opener. We're going to have a live wolf mascot what does that at mean? the game. Like a wolf? Like a live a, a, wolf? A legitimate live wolf. Shut up. No, nope, we're going to have one at the game. Hey, friends of the show. Do not coat your baby in barbecue no. sauce. Do not. Trust okay. me. N- that game one is not the game are to you, do it. Are you talking like like a trail camera somewhere, and you're going to put it on the scoreboard, a wolf, like a like a live stream of a wolf? That's what you're talking about. No, someone <laughs> actually rescues wolves. I believe her name is Stephanie. Don't quote me okay. on that yet. I'll know more tomorrow. I would like to meet her. We'll we'll arrange it. Don't okay. worry. And she rescues wolves and raises them and trains them. And I don't know who found this contact one way or another, but she's coming to a game. She's bringing one of the smaller wolves. Later on in the season, she's going to start bringing the bigger ones as they are more ready to interact so, with humans. You know, the bigger ones are the safer ones? They will be eventually. Okay. We'll start smaller. I like right a now. little danger in my sporting events. Wolf rescuer and then three wing circus organizer. You know what that job sounds to me, boys? A little rough. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. He went there. Speaking of uh, <laughs> training these wolves, whose, I- whose idea first was it to train them how to ice skate? That's a great question. That seems, yes. That's pretty tough. <laughs> so that, not that's easy, not an easy gig. It, it's not an easy gig, and it's right. definitely not my job. Okay. Um, I actually think we're going to roll out a little red carpet for, oh, the, the, for the little guys. Oh, for their duders. Yeah. So, so I don't. Duders. Right. Now, maybe down the road, can we teach them to skate? We'll yeah. see. We'll see how that looks. I like the idea. Um, but Either in way. addition to the live wolf, um, we're raising our banner. Oh, for okay. being the South Division champions yeah, last year. So first banner in team history. Also had coach of the year, executive of the year, okay. organization of the year for the division. So it was a very successful season, you know, to say you, the least. You know I didn't hear, Van? Hmm. Broadcaster of the year. Didn't hear that, did you? Ooh, we're oh, bringing this up. Not broadcaster hey, of the year? The Bismarck Bobcats guy got it, actually. Oh. I didn't know there was a broadcaster of the year, and it was a surprise. What's so. his name, Biz- Bismarck Bobcat Bob? I, yeah, that's what we'll go with. I don't know his name off the top of my head. I've actually never met him. Oh, just... I haven't seen him yet. So 
we'll so, meet them down the road. But this year, boys, you could it's only my title. go. You could only go up from here. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. my title. Room it, for improvement. Yeah. It, it's this year is my year. Is that interesting? Walking around like, like the office and seeing everyone's plaques for being like their job title of the year, and then you are in your windowless and plaqueless office at the outpost ice arenas with with nothing to show yes. your professional success. That's really cool because I haven't <laughs> been here yet. So now that I'm here I can get some of these plaques, Fred. We're gonna be okay. Okay. Hear us out. Van had this idea. Okay. okay. We get an Ice Wolves WWE style world championship. Belt. I love it. Okay. Goal scorer gets it. It's a whole ordeal. Swing around your head like a what, Van? Oh, naturally, a helicopter. There's a lot of potential here. Also, I think if we buy two for one belts, one being two men on, we get a discount. Mm. So I just want to keep that in mind that we should maybe possibly be thinking about this. Tag team, really. I'm in. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Like, hard, hard yes. E- easiest decision I've been tasked with in months. 30 home games this year, is that right? Uh, 28. Okay, 28. They start this Friday and Saturday. Obviously, the schedule is available on the website. That is... Uh, nmicewolves.com season tickets are available uh you can be in the building for every game for like under 300 bucks yes okay so is there like uh they get you two or one they get you one one so you gotta buy so if you're gonna bring a friend you gotta buy two right you'll want to buy two tickets you want to buy two but they all sell out literally every game they do that's insanely cheap like, dumb it took me a second. I know you could tell I was quiet for a second because yeah. I was doing the math in my head. Yeah, it's like That's ten, a great deal. It's like $10 hairs. Yeah, like $10.30 per game. It's really good. It's you know what inflation the best show is? Tell. Are you guys familiar that there's inflation right now? You have to you have to put those prices up. you got to bump them numbers. No, we just want to have a great time for everybody. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah, good thing to do. get out there. Everything that you do, it's on Hockey TV. That can be found also through the live stream of the Ice Wolves. So if you're in town and you're going in person, you can then tune into the broadcast on the road, and you travel with the team and produce the broadcast. Yes, I do. You'll get to click the away feed when we're the away team. I think the subscription right now is $150. It's the lowest they've ever been. Yeah. So definitely a great time to buy it. Uh, we're also doing the Mixler app. It's a streaming service. Um, I'll do the road games on that as well. So if you don't have 150 to pocket just immediately, you want to check out the broadcast, yeah. same version oh, as well. Who knew, man? Okay. I so did. multiple ways to get some Ice Wolves hockey in, and it'll make you want to come to the outpost and catch a couple of games for sure. Yeah, yeah. crack dealer rules. The, just give them <laughs> yeah, just a little taste. Just, little taste. Just give them a little taste. Walk, just bring a little yeah. Just get them set up. No, we do, we do talk about it a lot. It's one of the best little products here in the city and um it's amateur players but it's professional level play because they use this as an opportunity to go on to i think almost everyone it's d1 at professional level immediately yes. after this they the idea is to get a scholarship go d1 hockey yeah it's a hundred percentile though right like yeah. everyone goes yep last year we had every single one of our players get a scholarship oh that's, crazy. that's that incredible bonkers. that's crazy uh the Can individuals that play with you they come from uh, all around the world and the country, and they stay with host families here in Albuquerque. Are host families still in need for the Ice Wolves? Yes. Host families are always in need, especially now with the second team. We have the NA3HL New Mexico Ice Wolves as well. We can contact Jerry Hancock for that one. Um, right there, host families at NMIceWolves.com. So, yeah, it's a great, it's really great because you're immediately in the family. You get season tickets to both teams. You get to host these players, and you get to see these guys just really grow up in six months' time. They become part of your family. They'll help around the house. 
It's a blast. Okay, so someone for your choring. Man, yeah. that's what I heard. Sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah. if you need extra Scor- incentive. Scoring and choring. Scoring and choring. That's all yeah. you're doing here. That might be the new uh, motto. <laughs> I'm going to talk not. to Jerry on Saturday. Please not, scoring please and choring. Please don't. Please <laughs> yeah, don't. No. Jerry Hancock. who <laughs> laughed out of the room again. Yeah, yeah so he'll be <laughs> listening this way. You know how many awards, Jason? Well, what oh, I want to know is, like, like all these, uh, these young athletes who are on the Ice Wolves, what's the furthest one has came from? To play here in Albuquerque. Oh, where our goalie last year was from Hungary. Okay. Benny Halaz. We have a couple of Swedes this year. Sweet. Alfred Lindbergh, William Blomquist. Uh, our, one of our goalies is Canadian. These are all very hockey names. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The goalie's name, though, Will Craig. He's just a right-handed catching goalie from Canada. That's... He's a big guy. It's incredible to watch. Sweet. I believe New favorite. one of the most famous goalies of all time was named Craig. Daniel Craig. No. That's James Bond. Yep. Who's the guy from Miracle? It's uh, Jim. Jimmy. Jimmy Craig. Okay. It's Jimmy Craig. James Jimmy Craig. Craig. Yep. No, that's so James close. Bond again. That's a. Con- that's just putting them together. Are you having a stroke? No, I know. Are you I'm okay? T- oh my gosh, you're making me Google something. <laughs> I feel like it was Jimmy. I, th- I thought <laughs> I had this conversation in the preseason, and I thought they said Jimmy. All right, can I like um, not really house? It one is, of these players? It is Jim Craig. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, there you go. I can, like, foster one? Like, until they find a, like the, until they find their forever home? That's a good well, question. Can they stay with me for, like, a couple weeks or a month? Well, their forever home will be the next step up because you're going to get mm-hmm. them in your house for a couple of weeks, and you're not going to want them to leave, man. Okay. You're going to beg them Aww, not to go. Oh, that's a really good point. But I'm selling my house soon, so. so <laughs> well, they'll move with you. It's they fine. got two weeks. <laughs> I have yeah. the questionnaire here. Uh, Van, you don't meet any criteria um, of what? In, uh, acceptable human existence, so you're not going to be in. Oh, for a host? Yeah. Oh, I knew that going from the beginning. It's like something simple, though. It's right. You just have they have to have their own bedroom. I think that's like the only rule, right? Pretty much. Be sure they're fed. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. Have a bed. Get them fed. We're happy. And then, and we are joking a little bit because it's fun, but they are young adults, so they're like they're teenagers into their early twenties, or they're not quite there. Yep, it's 18, 19, 20, and maybe 21 as we get into the season. And then, as we mentioned, 28 home games. Any promotions or anything coming on that's real special? Oh, we have a ton of promotions throughout. I don't even know if our official promo schedule is out yet. Yeah. We will have specialty jerseys. Uh, My favorite game of the season is going to come on December 11th. Okay. That will be a Sunday afternoon Outdoor game in Los Alamos. Whoa. Against El Paso? Against the El Paso Rhinos. Uh, you know where we're going to be. Oh, man. We're not going to miss that. Sunday afternoon, so. 2 p.m. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good one. I'm very excited for that. That's probably right under the home opener here this Friday night for my excitement level. I don't know anything about it. Anything we missed, Jay? Um, just get out to a game, guys. Yeah, I do, right? We, we have a new assistant coach, Vinny Bone. He told me he was tuning in today. There so I told him I'd give him a shout-out. Okay. Heard Shout-outs are the coolest well, thing. Vinny, Vinny Bone. Bone. Bone, 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 bone. He's a vegetarian. He's bad to the so, bone. Hey, yeah, Mikey, nice. do you know Vinny Bone? Are you guys on witness protection together from the Chicago Mafia? Is that a thing, Michael? Do you know Do you know the bones from <laughs> Southie? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Bro. That what is, is the Italian? Yeah, what is the Italian neighborhood? I think Mike. he's now working at a... Uh, <laughs> Liquor store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vinny, Vinny Bone, he, uh, he does the drops and pickups. <laughs> like, like, oh, you talk about paper bag, Vinny Bone? He, uh, you know, got a paper bag on him. 
Like, why? Uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Bone, um, as your manager for the Witness Protection Program, um, are, are you familiar with hockey? Yes. He's like, yeah, I beat up a lot of people with a hockey stick. Yeah, we, uh, we used to run a couple bucks. Yeah. We had a Zamboni company, you know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of people under the hockey building in Chicago. The, uh, well, you want to talk about my friend? Uh, no, nah, we don't talk about him no more. You're like, who? Tell us who you're talking about. Vinny? So, but he's not from here? That's what you're saying, Jay? No, he actually came from El Paso. The, oh! No. Turncoat Vinny Bone. Oh, my goodness. He's the worst human being in El Paso history, and that's why I love him. That's why we love him. Yeah. And he does not give a puck. Yeah. Well, and also Bone nice. Addict Arnold, and I think that mm-hmm. is close enough to yeah. editable from the program that it's funny. Yep. <laughs> Jason Thomas, you're at home this weekend. You'll be home throughout nmicewolves.com. Go out there and see some live hockey. Uh, they do it the exact right way. Also, concessions are affordable. The, uh, the pro shops, there, you can get a lot of cool swag gear. They have uh, handicap accessible seating. The VIP area is great, too. It, it is that full-on experience. Uh, also, I, we're thinking about getting into a curling league. Can you hook us up? Um, it is a great experience. Not a bad seat in the house. Yes, we'll get you into a curling league. Yeah. I want to. Cole, the media guy, wants to as well. We'll just form a team, boys. This, this we'll just dominate Albuquerque. A curling team. A curling team. Yes. Also, I'd like to put Van on a broadcast and see how poorly he does. He is more than welcome anytime. Any of you guys. I will be wildly entertaining. And uh, here's the thing. Know nothing about hockey. <laughs> Time to learn. Yeah, let's let's party. Yeah, uh, keep your sticks on the ice. That's, yeah, that's, there you go. That's that, all I know. That's what matters. Tuman on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I Nine. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits in the weekend. That's for New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Yeah, it is. Don't forget Monday nights. Come hang out with your boys. Twelve five hundred Montgomery Boulevard, the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway. As we spend every Monday Night Football game at Howie's Sports page. Yeah, we do. It's, uh, it's a lot of fellowship. Mm. A lot of fellowship. The way you say fellowship, I think you just wanted to say drinking. 95.9 FM <laughs> and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Responding to the texture. If you're watching on... The texture's wild today. <laughs> if you're watching on Comcast 26... Or Studio519ABQ.com. No, I am not a ghost. The setting sun is just going right through the window right at me. So I started off very white. And then when the sun is on me directly, I look like an apparition. Don't worry, I'm a real person. We've been reaching out to the friends of the show throughout the day because we were talking about, hey, when did you become a friend of the show? And... 505-246-0610. Tell us your story or whatever. So we got a whole bunch of them. We, did, we need to do a Fought Appreciation Day. It's been a long time since we've done that. We need to do something. Let's do something. We'll figure it out. Let's figure it out off the air and bring it back. Let's go, let's go offline with that one, Van. Okay. Quote, I love you guys. Super hilarious fan for the last year or so. You both are such good. Um, all right, we'll, 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 it's like listening... To Seth, Roger, and Beavis, I think you mean Seth Rogen. You both are the reason that you have surpassed Jim Rome. Here's the thing. Also, yep. hashtag to be fair, number one. Here's the thing. Jim Rome's very good. Seth Rogen and Beavis isn't that far off. No, it's not that far off. Yeah, I don't know which one you are. Yeah. So, Oh, I do. <laughs> so to me, the thing that's interesting about the Jim Rome thing is we were joking about it, but... Jim Rome is 
been number one in Albuquerque for a long time, right? Correct. It was kind of the same. The, what an interesting dynamic it's been the last year here or so, bringing like our style of program into a listening base community where the idea was that the Jim Rome style of product was the standard. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. you know, and I think how very proud I am of the job that you and I, Mike Vitale back at the station, um, our boss at the station, we don't usually drop names, but his name's uh, Jared Hart, Jared.Hart at Cumulus, if you want to send a compliment, a cheer or a jeer. Yeah. Um, but to be able to create a product that is, hey, sports is sports, but sports is entertainment. Correct. And being able to to communicate the entertaining aspects of games and storylines and matchups versus the, you know, the traditional Jim Rome style um, of, of breaking down plays and breaking down decisions and, and going to the, uh, you know, this one here. I'll just give you an example real quick. <clears throat> So to attack uh, to, to a Oliola, he's got a, he's got the endurance of a of a first year guy in his third year because he's in his second year of an offense that he learned and that doesn't work hmm. like that to me doesn't connect with an audience. No, and you can you can kind of spread information, but what you're doing is you're not capturing a world of entertainment. So so very thankful we are to all the friends of the show who have been along with us for this entire ride. Couldn't agree anymore. I mean, we had you know to be honest. Yeah, to be honest. It's not the quote. <laughs> to be honest, we uh, had some blowback at first because it wasn't what people expected. Correct. And then we've had tons of great feedback from that exact core group of people yeah. who like, I didn't like your program at first. Yeah. But I gave it another shot, and now I get it, and we appreciate you guys for what you do. Well, and it's like, how many conversations do you want to have about, I'll give you like, we, we just roasted Micah Parsons. We roasted Mike Parsons because he made a dumb decision of committing to this TV thing when the thing is he's a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. And we ran it through. Has no business. Has no business whatsoever. Whatsoever. It's stupid. There's a, Not there, because he's a Cowboy. No. Not because he's a linebacker. Uh-uh. Because no one should do it. No one should do that. Yeah. If you are at the level of professional athlete, Kyler Murray, if you're at the level of – you should not have hobbies yeah. outside of that right now. You're like – Fred, work-life balance. Fred, no, no. There shouldn't be some dork on the internet who says one day, "Hey, did you know our Call of Duty partner is an NFL quarterback?" Never. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. No, no. You got a job. If do the job. Hey, and here's the thing too: if you're Kyler Murray and you and you're like, uh, "Hey guys, welcome to the press conference." Uh, yeah, tough loss for us today. I did get mine on the field as you guys are all aware you watched it and tonight my kill death ratio in Call of Duty is going to be so dang high. <laughs> like you you that you don't capture your fan forever. You're not giving them what they deserve because if you're NFL fan, Major League Baseball fan, college football fan, Lobo fan specifically, you want to know that your guys are going with the enthusiasm that you have for the squad. And this show I think has done a tremendous job of communicating that narrative. We are communicating support when it's deserved, and we, cheers and jeers. We use that phrase all the time. Mm-hmm. We're communicating cheers when they're deserved and jeers when they're deserved. But we were loosely joking the other day about this Nick Chubb thing. I'm not talking about the exact play that led up to the touchdown that should have been the one-yard thing because that is the worst conversation. Everyone knows that. Everyone is very aware. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, J.D. J.D., welcome. Thanks, guys. Good job. You made me laugh earlier when you asked if you could be the uh, the foster home for the 
the hockey players <laughs> down their forever home. That was a great line. So, Thanks, well, sir. You know, I know Van pretty well. Yeah. He's had he's had a lot of transients through his home. Yes. And this is the thing you would have been comfortable with. When you say transient, you mean girlfriends. Yes. Yeah. Very okay. similar, JD. <laughs> JD, how's your fantasy team? So, you kicking my butt? Uh, no, I don't have a fantasy team. So nah, it's a well. different JD. We have multiple JD. Oh, my bad. My, yeah, you act like there's only one JD. Different in the world, JD. Friend. I apologize, friend. That's okay. No problem. No, no, I never, I never followed the fantasy thing because it was always the one person would always end up with two or three of the best players, and everybody else would be just be out of it. You know. So I completely agree with that. Never, never diverged into the world of fantasy sports. The, so, my thing is, I, I just, just like say, you know, oh, this sort of thing, you guys are doing a good job. So, oh, thanks, appreciate bro. It. Hey, oh, appreciate it. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Put yep. JD on the list yep. of top two JDs that listen. <laughs> JD, you're the man. That's thanks, so guys. Funny. Have a good night. Hey, literally, when JD appreciate called, you. like when JD called, I was like, "Oh, it's JD from the front of the show fantasy league." Yeah. Not JD from the front of the show fantasy league. Not at all. It's okay. We could have multiple fans named JD. I bet there's another one out there who doesn't want to call and tell us that right That's, now. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, me too." Me too. Also, um, got it handed to me in our fantasy league as Mailman put it on me last week. Ooh. Yeah, Team Daddy Talent. Adam Thielen went out there and did nothing, and Stefan Diggs put up a 40-burger on me on Monday night, and I just slowly watched my lead dwindle away, but also my pitcher of Bud Light. Is, uh, is Mailman starting Kenny Pickett even though he's not on the team yet? He played Russell Wilson, to my surprise. <laughs> the, uh, I'm looking at his bench right now to see if he has him. He does not. He has the lowly David Carr. Mm. does have Julio, though. Yeah. It's a good problem to have on your bench. It's not a bad problem to have. Yeah. Mailman at the – hey, Michael, I know you weren't there, but Mailman at the fantasy draft is uh, about the funniest thing I'd ever seen in person. So much fun. Yeah. Every pick he made, if it was his first overall pick yeah. to his last pick of a – and we don't do kickers in our league because we only do things that matter. Yeah. Everything down to the final pick, Michael, yeah. he would say, Sleeper! Van! <laughs> I got a sleeper for you! Oh, just <laughs> this is your third pick. Yes, it's, <laughs> oh, it, it's – it's he takes whatever Najee – Najee Harris or whoever he takes like yeah. in the second round, and all of us, we're like, we know you're a Steelers fan. Yeah. This is not a sleeper pick. <laughs> uh, it's too much fun. Uh, okay, Van, so uh, last one in football before we go to the break. And then you are going to step away for the rest of the program as you have obligations elsewhere. And we'll be joined by Ryan LaVarnway. We're going to talk about his appointment to the World Baseball Classic team for Team Israel. Um, is there any chance, Van, that the Dolphins and the Bills will be the upset that I predicted to be? Uh, I know you're a big Tua guy. Yeah. You're high on Tua this year. But there is not one week all season that I will bet against a healthy Josh Allen. There is no way. I cannot reasonably do it. I don't care who they're playing, where they're playing, who's injured. I'm not betting against Josh Allen all year. Whenever we get back, Ryan LaVarnway joins us on the program. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
welcome back from the break. It's just me because, well, what I did was I got rid of Van because whenever I'm whenever I'm going to do something that's important and I wanted to uh, contact with the friend of the show, I say, let's take Van out of the equation. He's a giant distraction. And let's bring in a friend of the show, friend in real life, Ryan LaVarnley. Let's go, Ryan. What's up, Fred? Okay. I got to tell you, though, I got to tell you, though, yeah. I do miss Van a lot. That's... And I can't wait to catch a bullpen from him with that epic slider. Okay, so I feel like that may have been canned. I feel like that is something you guys maybe had uh, planned outside of this because I've caught that slider. It's not epic. It's hittable. Also, it's uh, it's oppo taco all day if you know what you're doing from the right side of the plate. He did tell me to say that, <laughs> but I might believe it. I don't know. World Baseball Classic was uh, a. <laughs> so has it been publicly announced, or did you just tell me on the side? You're on your team, Israel. What's up? I am Team Israel. Um, I told you on the side, but it was also publicly announced yesterday. Okay. By the team. If not, we're we're announcing it publicly right now. I like that a lot. So you you've done this before, though. You're like you got to that point in your playing career where you went from up and comer to like you're like you're the dude now. You're the dude who's been there. You're the dude who can tell others. Yeah, I guess I guess so. The first time that I played for Team Israel was in the 2016 qualifier. We had to play our way in, and I remember the guys that had played in it the last time telling us how meaningful of an experience it was and how awesome and like the playoff baseball atmosphere that it was. And I guess that's my job now. You're currently playing a little bit of minor league ball. You catching tonight? What's up? I should be catching tonight. Yeah, we're I'm playing for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. We are playing. So who are we playing? We're playing the Charlotte Knights, which is the AAA for the White Sox. And Eliezer Hernandez is pitching for us tonight, so I got him today. So, I mean, what's up? You got a 7 and 5 eighths Jumbo Shrimp hat just laying around. Can I get that? What's the deal? You know what I have for you? I have a special one. We had a, a Vice City um, special night. Okay. Um, special uniform. What? It's black, and the Jumbo Shrimp on the logo is wearing a white blazer. We're leading. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Got your name all over with shades. So when you say Vice shrimp in a blazer and shades, you can't even make this up. When you say Vice City, are you talking like like Grand Theft Auto? Or are you talking like Miami Vice? Like you're like what is this? Yes, <laughs> to, to both. To both. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so obviously your closet's weirder than mine. Uh, speaking of you're at home, you got a you got a new addition to the family at home. Congratulations, my dude. Thank you, thank you. Three month old baby girl, and uh, she's rocking our world right now. I mean, is it is it a whole nother thing though? Did you go? Are you no longer a professional ball player? Are you just a father? Like, what has that transition been? The biggest change I think has been that um, four to five days a week I go to the field with a shirt that says "Dad" or "Girl Dad" or "Dad Established 2022," yeah. and it has spit up on it currently as i go to the field is it crazy i mean how long have you been in the game now like 15 thir- years god that's crazy isn't it so like the number of teammates the number of dudes you've played ball with and like what you consider fellowship or brotherhood and to have this what is i would assume the most important part of your life but have this being shared with this current set of teammates how does that feel different to you does it does it feel like maybe some are missing out or or maybe you didn't know there'd be so much support around you as as you and your wife have have brought a a beautiful baby into the world this this group that we have here in jacksonville it's a good group of guys they're very you know they're young compared to me. Triple A baseball in general is getting younger, and but I've I've really made a connection with this group, especially. And last year when I was with the Cleveland organization in Columbus, the guys joked they called me Grandpa, they called me Abuelo, 
this year nobody nobody does that. We feel like peers, even though there's like a 12 to 14 year age gap. Um, but the my running shtick, my my running joke is there's two guys in the bullpen that I 100 percent do know their names, but I <laughs> continuously pretend not to. I call them new guy or hey you. Um, even to the point where when the pitching coach said, hey, Maldi's coming in next inning, I said to the pitching coach, who? Yes, that's very and good. The, the pitching coach like smacks his forehead. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. He's been here for two months. <laughs> We're talking a little bit with Ryan LaVarnway, friend of the show, and we first connected uh, at the Super Bowl back in the spring, and uh, you were you were looking for a team, and we were looking for good personalities, and you became part of our team as a personality. Obviously, uh, in the minor leagues now, moving throughout the season, and World Baseball or excuse me, World Baseball Classic. That's the thirtieth through the fifth. Is that correct? I don't know when it is. It's in spring training. It should be in March. I'm gonna I'm gonna go whenever they book me a flight. Oh, okay. That's not so bad at all. So, all right. So you'll be playing. And the last time you were there, found some success. Yes, 2000. 16, we played our way in. 2017, we started in the D pool in Seoul, Korea, and we swept. We swept through. Everyone counted us out as we went into the tournament. Sports Center posted an article that we were the Jamaican bobsled team of baseball. Nobody made up, can believe. Made up of has beens, um, wannabes, and never worse. All right, so I. Obviously, you're talking about Korea. We're talking about you playing for the United States, Japan, Panama. South. There's all these different countries. Is the style of baseball noticeably different from the way that players from other origin countries play the game? I'd say yes, um, especially when we were in Korea and in Tokyo in 2017. It was just a wild atmosphere. There's cheerleaders on the dugouts. There's live music playing like it's a college football game. Every single hitter that came up had their own theme song that the whole stadium knew and chanted their, during their at-bat. Um, the, the style of play itself, there's a little less emphasis on good defense. There's a little bit more emphasis on not giving up home runs. They'd rather walk you than, than give up the big hit. Um, and, and the velocity, the, the velocity in the American game here is higher. There's a lot more uh, breaking balls and off-speed over there. So as we're talking about putting together the team and obviously Israel and I mean, a Jewish, right? I mean, that's, I mean, I don't, that's the terminology here, right? So it's, there's not necessarily a ton of Jewish like ball players, like percent wise in major league baseball. There's, there's Harrison Bader is a guy who plays for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know like he is rich in that energy, but whenever you're assembling the team, do you guys already have like a strong kinship because of, of like your faith and belief system? Yeah, in 2017, when they put the team together, there was definitely a built-in unity, a built-in bond that we all had, especially because we didn't get any of the big-name Major League guys for that team. We really were a bunch of has-beens and never worse, just like that article said. Plus, like we had Jason Marquis and Ike Davis, who had become big names, had had really nice careers. But the rest of us did feel like we had kind of been overlooked or, or missed an opportunity here and there. So we really bonded around them calling us the Jamaican bobsled team of baseball. Now, the success we had in 2017 and then the success we had in the Olympics in 2021, we're recruiting a much better team for this World Baseball Classic. We got Josh Peterson committed, Harrison Bader. Pretty good, who I pretty good. Was, he was traded to the Yankees now, but yeah, yep. he's playing. Kevin Pillar committed. We've, we've got some dudes, and I think that the team we're putting together is probably going to be the best Jewish baseball team assembled in the history of the world. What's up with that team manager, though? Uh, 
Ian Kinsler, casual <laughs> Texas Rangers Hall of Famer. Just like low-key, the most casual Texas Rangers Hall of Famer yeah. ever. The, no big deal Hall of Famer. The, Ian Kinsler to me, because uh, I was I was primarily a fan of the game when, when he was playing kind of at the highest level, and he was just super dumb sneaky. So it was, hey, you need a guy up in a big spot, Ian Kinsler. Hey, you need a guy to make a play up the middle, Ian Kinsler. Hey, you need a guy to say something stupid to the opposing team while they're standing on second and your guy's dealing to whoever's at the plate. Why don't you send over Ian Kinsler? Like to me, <laughs> he's got he's got dude energy, right? Oh, he. I mean, he would have been a, I think, a baseball Hall of Famer, or at least borderline baseball Hall of, Hall of Famer, if he hadn't hurt himself pitching. Oh, I didn't know that. You know this dude finished his career with 1,997 career hits. Oh, gosh. I'd think about that forever. Yeah, three away. I mean, I don't think it bothers him at night. He sleeps just fine. Right. But whenever uh, a position player comes into pitching a blowout in a game where it's not a game anymore, my number one rule as a catcher, I go out there, I say, rule number one, do not hurt yourself. Rule number two, don't walk people. Rule number three, then you're allowed to have fun. But because of Ian Kinsler, I am very cognizant now. Like, if that's not your job, just don't get hurt. Speaking of your job, you got obviously the time at home with the family, which we've talked about extensively, but you're still at the ballpark, what, like 10 hours a day? Yeah, 10 hours a day. Isn't that crazy? Are you able to put an eye on anything that's going on at the level above you? Are you are you able to, every time Aaron Judge is up to bat, like go to your phone? Are you able to, every time Albert Pujols is inching closer to milestones, be able to, to grab those updates live, or, or is that not an option to you? I, I generally try to avoid um, watching major league games when I'm in the minors because I don't want to fall into the comparison trap. I don't want to, to see other players that play my position and ever ever start to think like, oh, it could be me. So I, I typically avoid watching it, but I catch all the highlights on social media. To me, there's something about the game, and obviously I don't see it from your viewpoint, you know, because like you're a World Series champion, you know, you've you've done it at the highest level that can be done, and then I, I just have my level of fandom that I've somehow turned into a profession, but it's to me, the history of Major League Baseball is so much more significant record-wise than any other sport, and I think regardless of like where I stand opinion-wise or where you stand or, or a friend of the show anywhere, if there's not an appreciation for what is currently happening to the record books between Judge and like Pujols right now, then I don't think you love the game the way that I love the game. <laughs> it is pretty amazing to think that two of the most cherished milestones, two of the most cherished records in the history of the game over 150 years are being tested right now. I mean, I think we have Shohei Otani, who is probably the best baseball player that's ever played. I would agree. Yeah. Judge is having the best offensive season that's happened in the American League, at least, or in pinstripes, maybe ever. Um, but he's going to probably win. He's going to come really close to, if not win, the, the first triple crown that a Yankees won in 70 years. That's historic. That's like three generations. That's, that's so significant. And Pujols is trying to join the 700 club with, what, five other dudes? No, it's Four? Well, and how many do you really want to count? I mean, if we're having that conversation. <laughs> well, you got to count them all. They all did it, whether they were yeah. juiced up or not. They all they all hit the ball still. No, you're not. That's, that's a, you can't tell the story, the history of baseball without telling that part of it. The, that's my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you on that. The, I heard a, a testament one time from a, a baseball writer in St. Louis, Missouri, and he said to me, uh, hey, steroids didn't make Barry Bonds' hand-to-eye any faster. And I thought, that's a really good point. You know, like to to be in a position to start con- 
to start producing that way. But I guess this idea that enhancements were, and by the way, I mean, they, they made an effect. They made a positive effect on numbers, I guess, for hitters. But I don't think often talked about is, is what it did for pitchers. And kind of your career was after all that. You never would have really been in a position to catch a lot of guys who were partaking in that, um, I don't know, extracurricular advantage. I don't know what verbiage to use here. But, um, yeah, but to me, to say guys that were doing it on the juice against guys that were doing it on the juice, a little bit of a wash. Yeah, the thing that I think it gave you the biggest advantage of is after the first week of the season, nobody feels 100% the rest of the year. I was talking about this with one of my teammates during batting practice yesterday. We got nine games left in the minor league season. Everyone's beat up. Everyone's playing the debate in their head of how many Advil can I take where I don't test my liver, but I can feel fine on the field, right? That's where it helped those guys is they felt closer to 100% for more of the season. It wasn't making them necessarily swing faster, necessarily hit the ball farther. They just didn't feel like crap. You're talking about the last nine or ten games or whatever we're at here in the season and and winding this thing down, but a thing that at least happened in the PCL and across minor league baseball was uh, implementation of some new rules and some changes to the game that are going to be adopted at the major league level. And by the way, I missed this one completely, Ryan. I thought for sure that MLBPA and Major League Baseball, the association, were going to wave these ideas in front of each other and eventually, like, players just end up, like, able to smoke weed. Like, that's what I thought it was going to end up working out to be. But it didn't, right? So there's pitch timers and limits on defensive shifts and bigger bases, and there's kind of a lot of implementation. As a guy who's caught so much this season and seen, like, some of these implementations put in, um, were you consulted personally? Did Major League Baseball ask your opinion? Were there survey settings? Like, how did it work to get feedback from the players for the next level? So Major League Baseball said, minor leagues, this is what you're doing, and they just put it in. Right. And then, and, and we were told at the beginning of the season, we were told the day of the first game. They basically said, hey, starting today, we are going to have a pitch clock, and if you're not in the box or if you don't make your move to home plate, that's a ball or that's a strike, and it's going to affect the game. And the first few weeks of the season, there were some games that were won or lost because of not figuring out how to play with these rules quickly enough. But now that we got used to it, now that we have played a whole season with it, now they're starting to ask, well, what did you think? Do you think we should put this in the big league level, right. and are there any adjustments right. that we need to make? So what was your feedback then? Did, I mean, because I would assume early in the season, you're a guy who's like, hey, maybe I am thinking about this timer for a second, or maybe I know I can't step out of the box an extra time as I've been accustomed to for the dozen-plus years I've played this game. Like, was there anything in the back of your mind that maybe you felt kept you from being a premier hitter? Um, I don't think so. I had, a, I had a really good year this year. I hit the ball. I hit 10 homers, 250, 10 homers as a catcher that, you know, played 70 games that plays. Right. Um. But the pitch clock did affect, you know, it's in your head. You, you know, every time you step out of the box to take a breather, try to slow your heart rate down, you got to get back in immediately. So I think it's going to, I think if players are going to play well with this, you're going to have to up your cardio as a baseball player to be able to slow your heart down quicker. But one thing I will tell you is when you're not the, the guy in the box performing, the game goes so much quicker. And now that I'm used to the pitch clock in minor league baseball, I watch a big league game and it feels way too slow. I never thought that way before. The Jumbo Shrimp, Ryan LaVarnway, joining us. Also a member of Team Israel for the upcoming World Baseball Classic. We're talking a little bit about changes in the game and what's going on in the world of Ryan LaVarnway. Okay, so you got, what, like we said, like a week left, right? You're done, like I think a week from today. 
What is that first week off for you? Like, I think you mentioned to me one time we were, whatever, just going over whatever outside of the program, and you said, hey, Fred, I don't get days off. I get months off. So how do you, yeah. how do you start that? Uh, well, uh, my wife and I bought a new house, so we're going to be Oh, my moving. God, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to be moving. Um, but as far as workouts or baseball activity, I take two to three weeks completely off. I need a mental reset. I need a physical reset. Um, and then two to three weeks, once I start to miss it, then I'll get back into it. You need to borrow my truck or what's up? You want to come over and help us move up pizza? Okay. I mean, that's, I, I work for, here's what I do. I work for pizza and I work with my buds and I don't mean friends. And beer. I mean my, yeah, my bud lights. So Ryan, <laughs> Ryan LeBarnwhite, thank you so much for taking the time, brother. Anything we missed, man? Anything in your world that I don't know about? Uh, I mean, you and I might have a couple projects in the works, but I don't know we're ready to announce it. No, uh, stay tuned no. for those later. I'm I'm a guy who's a fan of the tease, so we'll we'll keep that coming, and then uh, we'll bring we'll bring Van back in uh, at a later point in this thing because uh, we we had a lot to get across, and we didn't need what I identify as constant distraction and derailment because um, that's what he brings to the table here. Well, that and his extensive professional baseball playing background. He, no, it's he plays men's league in Albuquerque, Missouri, or, or Al- Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I don't think he's got a strikeout in like three years. Like he's uh, a yeah, pitch to he contact defense play. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Lavarnway, you're the best, brother. Thanks for having me on. Absolute banger of a program today at New Mexico Pinion Coffee. So very much a thank you to everyone involved. Thank you to the friends of the show. I know, obviously, when we're out, it's a little bit of a different dynamic over there at Comcast Channel 26. Obviously, the 519 studio, they did a great job. But, yeah, that's the thing I don't think we put enough emphasis on. So it's, you know, the friends of the show are such a vital part to what we do and kind of the product we create and, and your feedback involvement, well, it, you know, it means a lot to us. So being able to to have you on and out throughout the program and Jason Thomas, who stopped by with us, and obviously, you know, Kim Kirshen was outstanding and Albuquerque Fire and Tom and Tom Ruiz is a dude, just kind of everyone who comes by and, and shares because, you know, we obviously we do sports and sports is important because it's fun and it's entertainment and, and everything, you guys know, everything to me is WWE. But to be able to connect with the community and and talk about the positives and and just everyone allows us to bring that. So uh, wrapping up this one today, we're back to a weird schedule for the rest of the week. Isotopes baseball tomorrow and Friday. The boys are busy this weekend. Big shout out to David Carl. He's got his wedding this weekend. So big United one. We're going to be out there enjoying that with he. Big thank you to not just New Mexico Opinion on Coffee, but John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy who's the proud sponsor of this studio, not just when we're at Cumulus, but when we're on the road, like today. Alongside them, the aforementioned New Mexico Opinion on Coffee, who's helping us do just bangers in the community for Locker 505 after that. Without a doubt, the YMCA Central New Mexico. Got a border treat coming up, so if you want any improvements to your Y, let me know. We'll do our absolute best to get those implemented, so that's going to be insanely fun on my end. Big thank you to Hollow Spirits, where we're at Friday. We'll be at Hollow Spirits on Friday. And then the United Watch Party on the 30th, that's going to be a heck of a day as well. And then lastly, Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka, is, um, I don't know, kind of a big part of our culture. We obviously partnered with them through the Isotopes and 
celebrate them as often as we very much can. And then lastly, every Monday, and you already know this, we're not telling you anything, is Monday Night Football at Howie's. So come hang out with you boys at Howie's. We'll be there this Monday and every Monday throughout the course of the season. We'll be celebrating uh, well with each other. So it's going to be uh, festivities, uh, uh, libation, and the boys. So the boys will be there. Halftime giveaways included his free food and hot dogs and snacks and nachos and kind of all the things that go along with that. Uh, pitcher of buds is what's going on there. So for Van Nunley, obviously for us, for everyone here, uh, we just don't think enough time. So today is one of those where, where it's, we had a minute to wrap up. I wanted to say thank you and want to say how much we appreciate the friends of the show. And those who reach out, 505-246-0610, we, we get the text all day and night. So if you got a hot take watching a game, give us that hot take. We want it. If you got a super cold take or a reaction or whatever, find us on the social media at TalkABQ. We're fairly active. Like, we will get back to you as soon as humanly possible. And by humanly possible, I mean... As long as we're not distracted by something else. Uh, I don't think Van's got anything, so I got this one. Uh, Good job, everyone. GG.